you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. Hey, yeah. My mom sleep with her bow here in the seal. You may go first and whoop me and wake up. Go, 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 go. What? Someone told her to say that. <laughs> okay. Now, here's the thing. Even and further to my point, I'm so glad you say that. First of all, I want to say that I, I was wanted to, I had the intention, I was inspired by Regina King. Um, and her recent Golden Globe win when she declared that from now on her productions would be 50% women. Oh, yeah. Okay? So I definitely was inspired by that, and I wanted to lead the charge with young black women, young black girls this week, uh, you know, to open up with that. And that was a young black queen that just spoke that (laughs) that word that we heard. Now, yeah, we laughed, you know what I mean? And it was hilarious that she said her mama was asleep and her mother really was asleep with her bald-headed self. That was funny, (laughs) you know? But what I loved most, the way her little mind, her reasoning, you know, <laughs> such as black women have often been like the leaders and they often think ahead, you know, for everyone and are concerned about everyone else's needs first. And she said that her mama was asleep and she said, let me go before she would me and wake up. Now, even though she had that chronological order a little fucked up, <laughs> the point was... She knew there was urgency. And she did not want to disturb her mother sleeping. Yeah. Once again... Black women thinking about everybody else but themselves. She didn't want to wake her mother up because her mother needed rest. Mm, so she cut what she had to say short, mm. even at the mouth of babes. So I was just impressed by that. thought it was stellar, and I really wanted to open up with that. So the hashtag this week, okay, is let me go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> let me go. Because she go. wanted us to let her go before her mama <laughs> bald-headed ass woke let up and whooped her. <laughs> So with that being said, (laughs) I just want to welcome everyone to the show. And we do that with a couple of QTNAs, okay, which are questions that need answers. But around here, we like to call them questions that niggas is asking, okay? (laughs) Question one. Let me swallow first so I don't be interrupted by my own body. (laughs) Okay. When will the truth be told once and for all? That the reason black-ass China, okay, which is what I like to call it because she's famous for her ass. And she's very black. So, black-ass China she is from now on. So, 
What's the reason? When will the truth be told? Okay, the reason why Black Ass China and Alexis ain't as bright as the sky. Okay, oh so Black God. China and Alexis Sky. When is the truth gonna be told? Or why they got to fight the other night? Okay, which is because China told Alexis to stop <laughs> talking to the ceiling. Okay, and look at her in the eye when she talking what? to you know Alexis talk with her nose up, and then Alexis told her that's why your baby looked like a pizza chef. And they got the fight. Oh my God. So that's why. When is the truth gonna come out? That's what that question is. When? <laughs> question two. Oh okay. God. It all happened so fast. Which like one of y'all, okay, said that Andrew Caldwell? Oh no. Okay, Andrew Caldwell. You familiar with him? Delivered, right? So which one of y'all said that Andrew Caldwell and Jordan Black and Scary TV Peel? Okay. Wow. <laughs> which one of y'all enjoyed? Which one of y'all <laughs> said Andrew Caldwell and Jordan Peele was the same person, just on different walks of life? They look alike. Andrew Caldwell and Jordan Peele. Which one no, of y'all said it? Which one of y'all said it? That's what I want. All right, now you're gonna get Andrew another job now. <laughs> <laughs> Question three, and we can wrap this on up. Oh. Which one of y'all said that Shekinah Joe looked like? Demita Joe, but with Newports. Which one of y'all said it? <laughs> Who said it? That's the question we would like to have answered. And we want to have those answered this week as we welcome you to the Friend Zone, which is <laughs> oh your God. weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because which one of you all would like to have a musty brain? I know that that doesn't apply to me, and I can speak for you all as well. So, hello, welcome everyone. Hey, friend. How hey, you doing? Hello. Dream is such a cute little kid. She Whoa. is. Justin. I believe the same thing. <laughs> She's so cute, cuddly, snuggly. We've been gone for a month. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and now we back with the jump off. You guys look great. Welcome you look back. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Make it clap. You guys. I know, right? It's been so a let's, now. let's see what I mean. How do we even cover what you've done in a month? How was your month? Man, so many things, so many stories told, so many bumps and bruises. Yes, have been you know had to hold. It's been a lot. It was good though. It was all good. Yeah, it was very. It was good. Very good. What'd you do for New Year's? Didn't you have an event? Yeah, I had to go to Atlanta um, uh, for some work. Shout out to the head. And then I actually got a chance to party while I was there. Mm. Um, one of my very, very close friends had a huge uh, New Year's Eve party in Atlanta at the 595, I believe it was. Yeah. 595 North. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's where we were. Was and my favorite DJ there? I don't know. Oh, okay. But it was an amazing party. Okay. Um, we were on stage, and it was just great. Shout out to Mr. Turk. I wore Mr. Turk this year. It was fantastic. What'd you wear? Um, I missed it. What I'll show you. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send a message in a bottle, Cute. baby. <laughs> but um, that was great. And then um, I also had to go to L.A. for a little business, so I was out in L.A. for Christmas. Sweet. Um, that was great. I got a chance to see um, my best friends and really get some important work done out there. So I was, you know, around the world, been around the world, and I, I. Like Lisa Stansfield, for real. Asante, how was your month? It was amazing. It was great. Um, I had Christmas in Atlanta. Oh, you went home? Um, yes, I did. A you know what? Christmas. I went <laughs> that Sunday, <laughs> and I went to the black concert. It's so funny. I wore this hat. I did not plan this. And and that damn trap hoodie. Wow, I didn't plan any of this. It's so funny. Marched out. I went to, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I racked up. I was like buying all sorts of shit while How I was How was it? Is it a good show? First of all, 
first of all, I want to fight Black like on site. The first night he had the show in Atlanta, I think it was either that Thursday or Friday night, because he did like three nights, and the last show was in Atlanta on that Sunday that I went. But that first uh, show he did in Atlanta, D4L, Fabo came out. Oh, Damn. I was that I missed that. Uh, like, that would have been a whole moment for me, but it was still, he still had Travis Porter come out at the show that I did, and he still had um, a bunch of people come out. Um, also, he had Ari Lennox open for yes. him. Hey. So I got to see her perform. Our bouquet. Yes. Shout out to Ari Lennox. Shout out to Shout her. Out to Ari Shout Lennox. out to her for always being crazy as hell on her Instagram lives. Hilarious. But then getting her ass on stage and delivering the shit that she does. Yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. Yes. Oh I've my gosh. I've never seen her lives. I'm still waiting <sighs> for her to do a New York set. Yeah, she did a great job. She brought out Earth Gang. She's on a song with them. And I she love did Earth that Gang. track. Yeah. So I just, you know, shout out to Ari Lennox, you know, friend of the fan. Uh, other friends on, but it's been a great month. Great time to be alive. What about you, friend? How's your month been? It was great. We saw PJ Morton, remember? Yes. Hey. Before I went. At Brooklyn Bowl. It was actually That's right. the night before Asante jumped on That's the flight right. to see Ari and Black. And we was bowling. Right. We was, <laughs> yo, we bowled for like seven hours. That sounds so fun. It was actually <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> it was fun as hell. Right. And then and the opener, I actually been listening. Oh, that's <laughs> right. What was his name? Uh, hold on, I'm going to tell you right now. Peter Collins. Peter Collins. He, he dropped was, the project uh, Love and Mind. He's opening act, and he's he was really feel. dope. I mean, the way he I was mean, sounding. I mean, vibe-wise. Well, that would be more the way he was looking. That would be more the way he was looking. Is he some kin to Phil Collins? <laughs> so it was a really good show. PJ did an amazing job. Yes, very neat, very simple. <laughs> PJ did an amazing job. He gave me um, a jacket that's customizing my name, and I've been so rocking dope. it. It's almost dead, that jacket, because I've so rocked dope. it every day all month. Thank you for that, yes. PJ. It's just super sweet. So um, I saw him with it at a, on a photo shoot, one of his like photo shoots, and I was like, I want one. And he's like, it's one of one. And I'm like, oh, I feel you. Brought it to the show. Damn, wow. that's, that's amazing. Know, so thank you for that. The show was great. PJ is incredible. Everybody knows that. Yes. Um, then I spent... New Year's in San Francisco with my best friend and her babies and her beautiful new house. It's just so inspiring because all her friends are married with babies and have houses. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's good for me because I need to. Um, I was saying on Twitter how I've spent so much of my life focused on career. And I kind of want to start shifting that energy to not not saying I'm trying to get married, have a baby right now. But I'm saying I'm trying to make sure that I have a balanced life where it's not yeah. just work, work, work. But, you know, I make time for sweetness and people and love and all the good things that I deserve. Yeah. So I wanted to bring it in with that energy, which is yes. why I was in San Francisco with my best friend, her babies and all the babies in the house and you know, just more of a family-focused uh, bringing in of the new year because I like bringing it in. I like to end it with the tone that I want to bring it in with. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like my ritual. So it was perfect. And then I slept a lot, you yes. guys. Oh, my God. Did you guys feel like you just I've got a ton of rest? I've sleeping now. Woo. And you know what? I was so rejuvenated. I've even been returning to fitness. What? Yes. Yeah. I bought me a little Apple Watch. You know, I've been recording. That thing been telling me to stand up. I've been standing up. I love that. You mm-hmm. you making me want to get one. You ain't I'm not. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. Just that little nudge. Because I remember back when I first got my Fitbit. Remember I had my Fitbit? I was in the and Fitbit. 
tells kid, you, yeah, it tells yeah, so you like, like walk something. 253 steps or yep. whatever. So then I made sure I like downloaded the, I'm not trying to shot call nobody, but I downloaded the Nike Sports app and it'd be seeing like, wouldn't the 10 minute run be cool today? And I was in the gym and I did 10 minutes. I was like, wow, I can't believe I could do this. They said Monique narrates the Fila app <laughs> <laughs> for the Apple Watch. It's a Fila app that Monique narrates, <laughs> on, like when she played in Precious. And hers is actually, it's a CrossFit. <laughs> Get your motherfucking ass up and take your ass to the gym. <laughs> Yo, Pick it up. Pick that, that shit up. Fucking hilarious. Oh, and I got to see Haas's house. Oh, my oh god! You guys. Did you see the birds the in the pictures and, and videos she had sent me? Don't do it, Joe. No when justice. I tell you, I walked paradise. in. And I actually went with my best friend and her babies because, you know, Haas has a son. They're all very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. That's, like, my family-oriented side of the world. Um, but they, so they all came with me, which was really nice. And I was nervous because mm-hmm. I didn't want the babies to, like, tear. You know, kids, they yeah. like to jump on shit mm-hmm. and pull shit and they put things in their mouth. Damn, what curious. we got going on. You yeah. know, I was like, oh, my God, kids, like, relax. But they were actually pretty cool. But her house is a dream. Like, what a blessing. I was like, girl, you really matter. I want to see it after shit. the story. Now that I know the story, like, now I want to see the. I actually want to go Y'all, next there. time we, like, if we happen to have something in San Francisco, I mean, obviously you guys go. are more than we welcome. Just, go. just to go, yeah. right? Because <laughs> it was, woo. And my best friend's house, too, was so huge. I just told her, I was like, you have, like, a house house. Like, it's that house that you, you picture people growing up in with the long mahogany staircase you know what i mean like it's a how like a grown adult house a big family house and i'm just so proud of both of them because they just really stepped into these lives that are just so cool i was like you know meanwhile i'm at home like seeing what jordans are coming out (laughs) (laughs) let me (laughs) tell let me tell you something Jordan's a cute, you I know. I was on this app Uh-oh. looking at the Air Monarchs, right? The Air Monarchs. The Monarchs, right? Yeah. The, uh, the pink ones. Mm-hmm. First of all, why did I buy them, right? And then <laughs> somebody was logged into my account and they were like, oh, hold on. I'm going to try to get the other shipping for you. And I was like, how are you going to do that? They canceled the order thinking <gasps> they could just reorder them right quick. No, and I was like, that's not no, how this works. No. That's not how this works. So do you know I called Nike and I could not get my order back. Oh. So all is lost. Oh. For now. They'll I will be back. reunited. Or you just got to go on the GOAT app, but it just might be like yeah, yes, $200 more. Dollars. But we will be reunited. <laughs> it might be worth soon. it. Some shoes be worth it. Shit. Or maybe NJ will hear this episode and we'll. Maybe. She's do done you enough, solid. But you know. Oh, and happy. Oh, happy. Capricorn season. Happy birthday to NJ. Yep. Oh, Shout happy out birthday. To NJ. She and she sent some luxurious. packages. Yes, she did. Shout out to NJ. I was super thankful. She sent me the um, Calm de Garçon mm-hmm. platform. That the Cortez. Yeah. The stack. Yeah. They were so crazy. I still don't know how I'm going to rock them. I've been staring at them. I'm like, challenge mm-hmm. accepted. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't really rock platforms like that. <laughs> but I'm going to figure it out. Okay, I'm going to make it cute. <laughs> I wore my off-whites in Atlanta, the uh, pink shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so cute. They are. I was like, you know what? I could get away with these in the A, and they're I did. They're so cute. Yes. And so I, in you can get away with them any Anywhere. I mean, yeah, no, I did wear And you wear so too. much color, so yeah. I know. if it's your aesthetic. And that's fashion. <laughs> Look, they that's absolutely fashion. are. Absolutely are. <laughs> they're but beautiful. back to the break. Do you guys feel rested and recalibrated I and do. rejuvenated? I do, and I was actually ready to get back to work when it was time to yeah, get back to work. Yeah, me too, yeah. which I liked. I liked that I didn't feel like I had got pushed back into mm-hmm. work. I liked that it was like I felt good and ready to come yeah, back. Yeah. And even when we saw each other today, it was like 
genuine excitement. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I can't wait to hear like everything that you've been doing. See, I also was ready to get, uh, go back last week, but I didn't want to say nothing. I went back. Y'all want to go in early? Oh, like, oh, you should have said no, it. No, no, you shouldn't. I would have been in the bed like no. <laughs> no, no, look, look. I wanted to, but I couldn't even sit like compose the message, let alone your think body about was saying, like no. Uh-uh. I was all at Taco Tuesday and shit last week. <laughs> I like, meant I to can, go to Taco Tuesday. Finally go to Taco Tuesday <laughs> oh and shit. Like, I was dead. I, yeah. I was getting back to the gym that week. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite part was just being able to travel and not be like, oh, I got to get back. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we have like, we're anchored to New York on Tuesday nights in a lot of ways. So I was just like, oh, yeah. I don't have to worry, you know, and, free. and being free, free and staying longer if I wanted to and then sleeping in until I wanted to. I, my favorite thing is letting my body sleep until it wants yo do you know the first night like when i was done with all the tours and i came back from san francisco it was like my first night like really being home and on vacation i slept for 14 hours you needed that friend 14 hours i woke up the next day i didn't know what day it was woke up in dubai (laughs) (laughs) but i was just thankful that we have these careers where we can do that you know it is a privilege and i'm just i feel so blessed that like Mm -hmm. we could say Let's take a month off and rest and recalibrate. Like, I wish the whole world could do that because it's so nice. It's definitely a blessing. And to show my respects, I listened to Soul Holiday by the Sounds of Blackness on Christmas in L.A. Because <laughs> I felt like I needed to pay my respects. <laughs> Fran, I don't know if you have my room bugged, but I was definitely praising God earlier today. Like, praising like I was, God. Because I was thankful that we were getting back to the show, and I was so thankful that I was, I was like, thank you for this break, Lord. Thank you for just the time to, like, really cook and come back fresh. Like Oof, It's just so important. It's so important, and I and I knew it would be helpful, and I'm glad that like we all feel it. Most yes. importantly, we feel that it was helpful. So we thought we'd, <laughs> since we're sliding, you know, what easing our way back into yep. the friend zone and being around each other, and what we want to do for all of 2019. Of course, we have a lot of amazing stuff planned for you guys. We figured today that we would kind of ease in and. Jump with each other on what's been going on in the news, the news, I mean, pop culture, because we've literally missed everything. I feel like we're the late birds. It's <laughs> been a lot, you know. Where do you want to <laughs> even start? The late birds. We can start with <laughs> Bird Box, actually. <laughs> Perfect transition. <laughs> actually, factually. I, I have don't to be understand. Honest. I didn't watch. I was going to actually start with you. No, I didn't watch. <laughs> you didn't it watch? Was, it? No, I'm it was so an informed. It was an informed decision. <laughs> Um, I definitely. I, Did I said. Did tell you not to waste your time? Because I know he no, was like. Eh. He didn't. He didn't he, share he that part. But I, I just. I. <laughs> no, he don't do that. Yeah, it just <laughs> you know it was a little bit too much for Crystal me. Crystal like, don't do that. Dustin I knew don't Crystal do that. wasn't. When I started like, hearing the word entity keep popping up, I was like, <laughs> oh, this you're might right. not be for <laughs> you know. All I know is I was watching because I was late when everybody was talking about I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch this because, you know, Sandra Bullock in. I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. Like, oh, Trevon Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to watch this. But I was just taking forever. My weed man, I went to his house and we was watching the movie. Stop. You did not watch it with your weed man. First of all, Um, one of my weed men is cool as hell. Not not yours. uh, (laughs) Another one. But I I still buy from him, but he was on work, so I had to go see one of them. Anyway, 
<laughs> I was smoking at the Wheat Man's house watching. He was like, yeah, you know, I want to watch this movie. And then Sarah Paulson came on the screen. He's oh, not that scary bitch, man. I'm not going to do this, man. And then the minute that her ass was in some shit, he oh, was like, see, I knew it. Later. I was like, see, you ain't shit. But he was right. What did you think about it, friend? First of all, I don't need to watch it, do I? No. No. It's not for me, is it, friend? It's absolutely no. not. I've totally forgot, like, entities and horror and yeah. all that. Do you even watch horror movies? Um, it's not really horror. But I saw Bill Street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. That movie was good as fuck. I just hated the ending. But that's we'll get there. Go ahead. Um, I I didn't understand the hype. Mm-hmm. I will say that, like the fact that there were so many memes. Did y'all see people <laughs> blindfolding their kids yes. doing the bird box challenge? The bir- no, and there was Netflix even a church to- that had like the bird box night about like entities. Oh my gosh. They had bird box. A church night. had bird box night. <laughs> yes, the preacher ain't even supposed to be watching that shit. The pre- can preachers have Netflix? <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> oh my God. Preachers ain't supposed that. to have Netflix. They That'd had a too. bird box club night where everyone was blindfolded, which I think is hilarious. I look you to. I was about to say, <laughs> well, I, low-key, I don't know about that. I, I wouldn't have paid, but you know, I would have been at the party just to see, like, okay, the bird box party. Bird box, that sounds like a bird you box know what? Party? That, <laughs> full front on Martin Luther King Boulevard, <laughs> oh my uh, a strip club on Martin Luther King Boulevard in any city where they do full front. I did not understand the party. hype, and maybe it's because I saw a Quiet Place, which is extremely similar. <laughs> that just sounds fucked up. <laughs> A quiet place. I didn't watch. I didn't make it through it's a quiet the, place. It was good. It was it a silent <laughs> film? It's a silent no, film. No, my response. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a silent film. Can I please have a moment Somewhat. of silence? A quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> for a quiet place. Um, so for Bird Box, I really feel like the hype initially was because it was Sandra Bullock. Like you know, yeah, yeah we, we love haven't Sandra seen Bullock. Her. Right. And Trevante was and look, that's her said, leading and Tra- man, which is kind of popping because for him, you know, his career for him, she's a big deal. For that, that's a good. That's a, a, a good. And will we really get mad at Sandra Bullock for being with a black man? I don't so think if we was gonna put anybody with Trevante, it should be mad at the storyline. Like, yes, the storyline and the fact that Bitch, his haircut was fresh all five years that they were in there. Which you know, I was Who not look, look. I was <laughs> not mad. But let me tell you something. I guess having a uh, tie the bandana around his eyes was keeping him fresh. I don't know. Okay, I don't know how <laughs> they provided the who provided Trevante's bandana Toya. Toya Wright bonnet, them bed bonnets <laughs> that she be having on that baby. She made one for Trevante for the movie. <laughs> Wait, what about Bandersnatch? I didn't watch Bandersnatch. You guys gonna do Why it? Do all I'm gonna have these innuendos you know, you know in the title. You know he don't do that. You know he no, don't. No, Dustin would have liked it. I feel Bandersnatch. I yeah, you yeah, didn't see what that one is. It's um, it's I mean it's innovative. I guess not. F- We've seen it before. It's a choose your own adventure. I'm oh, yeah. already How scared. Does that that you... already scares me. But they me. innovated it where it's a story. Obviously, it's a movie, but you get to choose what he does next in different scenes. Like there's a scene where he's talking to his therapist, for example. That scares me in and of no, itself. No, it's cool it's like because the with the like, remote, nah, what you gonna do? Yeah, 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 yeah. With the remote, it gives you two options. Like she starts asking him Stripping about his moves. mother. <laughs> <laughs> they gave a bitch two options. <laughs> <laughs> The way I just flowed out. The and they ask you, like, the the therapist starts asking him about his mom because she's trying to figure out, like, what his deal is. And so then it stops and the screen says, should he talk about his mom? That scares me already. That is so scary. So you scary. decide. And then if you say yes, he starts talking about it. If you say no, he throws, like, a little bit of a tantrum, like, 
on some like don't fucking ask me no questions so you literally control the trajectory of his mental health throughout the whole movie like he can either make all the worst decisions or all the best decisions have you tried all of them no, my best friend was the one that I, we actually were laughing because I was like, thank God we doing this on your account because she was picking all the evil ass shit. <laughs> Just <laughs> to like, see. No. See, and, and that's why I stopped because I knew you had to pick and choose or whatever. And mm-hmm. with the PlayStation controller, it vibrates. So I was like, oh, I got to sit and hold this. Hold on, I'm going to do this later. No, it's so fast. I thought it was cool. I mean, I think they could have had a, a better storyline, but I get that it's also the first one. So they're obviously going to come out with more and it'll probably get better. But my friend Netic, shout out to Netic. He was like, y'all are dumb as hell for doing that shit. He was like, obviously, they're gathering data to see who all the fucking sociopaths are. <laughs> right. <laughs> y'all dumbasses talking about, make him kill his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly dialing back to Bird Box, just for one moment. Mm-hmm. Where did Rail go into the house? Where? What do you mean? When he popped up. Spoiler alert if, just, <laughs> for anybody that cares. Who, I mean, just, we gave him a month. <laughs> When they all get going to the house, you know, like in the very beginning when Sandra Bullock's pregnant ass finally gets to the house and all the people are in there, I don't see when Rail runs into the house. Like, I feel like all the people they came. The, all the people. You would st- remember a scene with Rail running. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So I feel you like. You remember that. So, like, they're in the kitchen all talking about, like, what the hell just happened outside and then Rail just stepped forward. And I'm like, when did he get in the house? <laughs> when did Rail get in the damn house? Like, I seen Trevante get, because, you know, he helped Sandra Bullock up the house. Maybe the he was already lady. in there. But see, Maybe he was, was the, too busy looking at Trevante. But see, no. Nah, because nah, because it was remember, the, it, the Lithgow? Was that? No, maybe the I'm thinking lady? of the wrong actor. The um, John Lithgow? Yeah, is that the right actor? Maybe it's not. The old man. Yeah, older dude. Was, it was an Asian dude, right? Yeah, yeah B.D. Wong. maybe Rel was already there too with them. But he was the dude from the grocery store. Like, he worked at the, the supermarket. So I was like, why would he have been in there with them? See, I mean, never mind. I don't know. You know I, don't, <laughs> I don't know about the bird box. Let me not try to, you know, figure that part out. I really want Dustin to watch it just for his review. Look at this. <laughs> Watching that shit, they running around. Y'all with... gotta do Bandersnatch, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That scares me. It's do fun. It's Remember, fun. I told y'all a long time ago, those you, you make the call us. commercials used to scare me. Like, they'd be like, <laughs> it's 10 seconds left. He makes the pass. Does he connect? <laughs> you make the call. Then it would go to commercial. And then he would come back and tell you what happened and then go back to the program. But the commercial, that suspense feeling, used to scare the shit out of me. I have PTSD from that. So, like, that whole choose your own thing. when this, For the movie, for me to be watching a movie and the movie to stop and be like, now, what do you want him to do? Choose this or choose that? Who the fuck is talking to me? First it's like you're playing a game. Exactly. And, and you don't, don't play no games. <laughs> right. You and the know. craziest part is that the lead in the in the show, he like freaks out at some point. So he's like, who is controlling my thoughts? See? Like, no. Nope, nope, nope. Woo! Slam the piano closed. Time to go. Have y'all no. watched you? On Netflix, no, I heard I, that was fucked up too. It's right. so fucked up. It, I definitely so can't watch when that. When does it start getting fucked up? I was up? like, why am I watching all this fucked up ass shit on top of <laughs> Sabrina? I was like, I need a cleanse. Okay, now Sabrina, I watched that Christmas that was special was fuck. good. I mean, well, yes, it's dark as hell. No, I didn't watch it. They had a Christmas. Special? It was good as hell. The you need to go back the and watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh they trolling. <laughs> 
Oh shit! For real? Yeah, it was a little holiday episode, and it's coming back in like April or June. That's a so cool idea. Sometime though. not too damn far, because you know when they did a uh, uh, Stranger Things, it was like a year later. I was like, oh, ain't nobody gonna want it then, right? But we still do every now and then. But uh, what's an- something else that came out? Um, well, you on Netflix? Oh yeah, is you. super good. Yeah, with it's the dude good, from Gossip it's just Girl. Up. Yeah, he plays us. And the girl from so Pretty Little Liars. liars. Oh, I don't know who that is. Which girl? The, the lead the, girl? Oh, no. She Shay was the Mitchell. one. Yeah, that's the one. She was with Bianca Lawson because on Pretty Little Liars, one of the girls was a, a lesbian and Bianca Lawson was the uh, girl yeah, she was Yeah, her name with. on you is called Peaches or something like that. Her, uh, oh, no, Peach. Become, Peach. Uh, uh, she's Peach still Salinger. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I thought I'm thinking about Big Little Lies. Oh, with uh, Nicole oh, Kidman. No, no, no. Yeah, I thought right? Pretty Little Lies was a clothing company. A Pretty Little Liars. When is Big Ex- Little Lies coming back? That was good. What's the clothes? Big Little Lies was good. Um, Pretty was, Little Thing. That's the clothes. Oh, that's the IG boutique. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking about. <laughs> Pretty Little Lies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like I don't think Dustin will watch you, but you would like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started the first episode because I like the dude from Gossip Girl. I will say it made me freak out like... The fact that he figured out her whole fucking life off of her Instagram. He figured out where she lived. He was watching her outside the window. See? How to, like, her friends. He uh, hacked her phone so he was, like, able to see what she was saying to her friends about him. It was a journey. I'm getting off social media the moment I can. Uh, You know, that's, like, a, a new scam now. I was seeing a thread about it where... Somebody will text you pretending, like, let's say you get a text and it's like, hey, Asante, it's Fran, new number. You're going to save it because it's me. You think it's me. So then the person continues talking to you as if it were me and has a whole convo with you, picking your brain, seeing where you at. Where you going? What you doing this weekend? Oh, we should link. And they're trying to figure out if it's like a sex trafficking ring, you know, and like a new way to use the digital space. Random movie on Netflix, um, Cam. It's oh about Lord. it's about a girl and she like a webcam model, and the like some algorithm or some shit ends up actually trying to like steals her face and her account what? and locks her shit out like lo- locks her out of her shit. <gasps> and the girls like apparently like it, she wasn't the first one. Like she finds out like one of the top girls on the website actually was replaced or some shit. And it was like a, one of the stalkers, or like one of, or the, one of the fans rather, ended up like stalking her, and she found out that he was like following the girls up until they became missing. He was like, "Oh, I was gonna try to help you," and he was really gonna try to wait till the last minute and save her and be a pervert. But you know, oh my god, but, yeah, I keep seeing up. the banner. That's on Netflix. Yeah, right? it's on I Netflix. see the banner, but I, I haven't clicked. At it. first, I thought it was gonna be corny as hell, <laughs> and it kind of was, but it was still good. I was like, "Damn, I gotta let all my friends know with their OnlyFans." <laughs> like, y'all better be careful out there. They trying to steal your shit <laughs> with the algorithm. Even with that text, if you get a text with your friend saying it's a new number, you better ask someone else. Did they hit bitch. you? Right. Okay. Because that's, I mean, that could happen to anybody. So that's crazy. the new thing. Unless they steal your face. They find a way to do that on FaceTime and shit. What FaceTime. have you been watching? Every day, um, right? What have I been watching? Uh, well, I've been watching a lot of stuff. Like, so, uh, of course, all the usual suspects. Um, but what have I watched that? Like Netflix and Hulu-ish. Well, I can tell you this. Oh, my God. I spent some time with I spent some time somewhere and Game of Thrones was on. Oh yes! Listen, y'all, you, get, you in? You in? Nah, I'm not gonna be going that <laughs> because the White Walker thing was still a little bit oh, too much for me. Yeah. And then when they had no, the dragon, that, they had that White Walker funny. dragon and shit. 
But I remember my sister was there was an episode where my sister Wait, was White like, Walker Dragon, they got you watching way too far ahead. Yeah, I saw I watched yeah. I saw a lot. <laughs> like, wait, so like well. like then so there I remember my sister being really, really upset by this scene. And, she, and I remember her and everybody basically saying I cannot believe this. I like I'm crazy. ready to stop watching the show. Blah, 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 blah. So I asked my friend to show me that scene. Cause since it was on and I didn't want to like mess up the vibe, so I let it play in the background. Yeah. So I was like, show me this scene. I was like, my sister said it was a scene that everybody hated, whatever. So my friend was like the red wedding or whatever. Oh God. Oh damn. So I saw the scene with the big massacre and shit. <laughs> Dustin, you gotta watch it so that you can be part of our watch party. Our well, I might watch it because everybody looked like they had on LaBelle clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so I might watch it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody looked like a a fresh ass choir with like suede robes and like <laughs> skins on every goddamn thing. It was good. <laughs> now, obviously, this changes the vibe a little bit mm-hmm. but the other thing that everyone was watching the past couple oh. weekends was the R. Kelly See, mm-hmm. documentary with Dream Hampton Jeez mm-hmm. Louise <sighs> go ahead what, what you wanna thoughts? know <laughs> what are your thoughts fuck R. Kelly well yeah <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> oh no <laughs> See. That's literally the problem. So, you know, my thing is this, right? He's got his thing, so my thing is this. Like, my sympathy, my focus for watching that whole thing was, like, the the kids. Because at the end of the day, there's no debate in my mind. It's wrong to have sex with kids. Like, that's inhumane. So that's where the problem is. Um, There were a few people in that were part of the conversation that experienced some abuse at his hands, but I couldn't really focus on them. And I felt like a lot of them were 30-some-year-old women who knew about the fact that he had abused these little girls. And to me, they was just as bad as the other people that didn't care about him abusing them little girls. Because mm-hmm. they knew about that shit and still went after the chance. So I just they were in the way to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, the parents that were interviewed at the end of um, Asante. Or no, Asante was the dumb girl. And then I was mad at her for that. Because she had your name. <laughs> oh, God. Look and at I was like, face. she makes me sick taking his name. Shaming your I'm name. I'm so mad like that. that I didn't even watch the last two episodes. Oh, well, baby, that's I... the best part. And this oh, is what I hear is the best part. Someone no, I could not want. I could... It you was couldn't just survive. Hard to... I couldn't. It was so, it was so like, like the first couple of nights, it was like, damn, like, this is all so, like, much information and it's so fucked up and it's so real. That we were watching this nigga do all this shit in plain sight, but then it was like, uh, I can't do any of this anymore. Then parents that went to the to the concert to celebrate the husband's birthday mm-hmm. and brought their seventeen year old daughter to the concert and then said, Now you sitting up here telling us a story about your daughter being held captive by this nigga and then you tell us we were celebrating my husband's birthday, so we went to the R. Kelly concert and brought our 17-year-old daughter. After you know everything that happened, y'all in the way. Get out of my way. Because I, I, I'm mostly like, y'all in the way. Get out of my way because I, y'all knew what y'all was doing. There's no way in hell you would bring your teenage daughter to an R. Kelly concert. That don't even make no fucking remember sense. they say he jumped off stage yeah. and was dancing. And remember, they were, they were remembering it wistfully and with, like, smiles. And he... He just he came right off stage. He pulled her right out the right off the put put her on stage. Put her on stage. That's what they were doing. I wanted to beat the shit out of that whole like scene. So they was in my way. Get out the way. Um shout out to Michelle, the mother of Dominique. Dominique. 
shout out to her for persevering and that's that's literally a mother's love right there mm-hmm. for real because she went and got her baby and what i was most impressed it's so funny to me how and amazing i should say how human sometimes when we go back to our most honest moments when she finally got her daughter in that car and she was like i i, I came back for you you knew I was gonna come get you. You so smart. You so beautiful. Right. You so like, like, like reaffirming her. her. Just that was so natural to me. And that was her mother. That was literally like we could see. It was like her motherly instinct was the entity from Bird Box, and we could see it. You know what I'm saying? That was her <laughs> maternal <laughs> instinct, and that was just mind blowing to me. So those moments made it special. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Asante, the girl, Asante girl. I hate she experienced the abuse she she experienced or whatever. You know, she experienced physical abuse. That's never okay. But I, I, I really want to go off, but I'm I'm trying to be kind because it's so sensitive. But she was in my way, and those parents were in my way. My concern is for them babies that were taken advantage of, babies, children. Yeah. So that's how I feel about it. And also, let me say this. All these people that are having these conversations where they're saying, oh, well, I'm not going to mute R. Kelly or whatever. And some of the people who are saying mute R. Kelly, don't do this for no declaration or to be defiant. If you're going to mute R. Kelly, that means when it comes to your personal choices of the music that you listen to, the music that you're willing to dance to if it comes on out in public, the music you're willing to buy and the concert tickets you're willing to buy, those, that's you making a choice not to participate in all of that. So don't be defiant and say to me, well, I'm not muting R. Kelly. I'm playing. That's an act of defiance. And to me, what are you being defiant of? Because, again, the root of all of this, is him molesting children, having sex with underage girls. So are you being defiant against that? What's your point in letting me know that you're going to continue to listen to his music? That's your choice. So you do that if you are right with that when you go to (laughs) sleep at night. But you don't have to share that shit with me. And some of you motherfuckers who are saying you're muting him, you're just as bad. You're only saying it because it's trendy and it's popular and and you don't want everybody to think. Because some of the people that are saying they're muting him Please believe they in their car jamming and stepping in the name of love. They just don't want y'all to know it. So they're just as disgusting to me. And that's just how I feel about it. I mean, I, I watching it, I guess the hardest part was trying to think back. Granted, we were young. Mm-hmm. But I was like, we really... Messed up this one. <laughs> we really have known these stories. I remember, you know, living in Harlem when the, the dudes that used to sell... The DVD, not DVDs, the VHSs. Mm-hmm. That's like how far back. The VHSs on the blankets, on the sheets, on the on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and I remember it being the R. Kelly tape. Like it would it would be part of the collection of movies that came out that month or that week. And even being in school <laughs> and people talking about seeing it, I'm definitely complicit in all that because I remember it being a really big thing and people being like, "Yo, did you see it?" And we were all talking about it. Um, so I think what it what I did was trying to think like where was I mentally mm-hmm. at that time that that wasn't weird to me because I don't remember feeling I don't I cannot say that I was little and being like oh my god this is so wrong somebody do something I don't I don't remember saying that or feeling that way or expressing that to people at all I think the sad part is that it was such normalized behavior you know especially. As young girls, like the documentary was pointing out, we're socialized to not be cared for, not be anyone's priority, and nobody's really concerned about our safety for the most part, um, even as displayed by the parents. Man. <laughs> so 
you know, and then even seeing that the cops were complicit, um, other his, you know, his peers knowing this and it kind of just being a thing. Like, oh yeah, that even didn't French Montana be like, he released a statement like, um, no, I think it was Future. Like that's his thing. Like leave the man alone or whatever. That was French Montana. Or his brother, even in the documentary, talking about that's a preference. You know, like from people, jail though. Keep his right. brother <laughs> from jail away forever. So people just having, I think. Outside of trying to remember, like, wow, we really did normalize this behavior to the point that even us being the victims of it, we're still numb to it. Where you know, we just were numb to speaking out about it and just really, really emotionally numbed out. A lot of us have been in the same position. A lot of us have dealt with celebrities when we were young. I actually was thinking about that too. Like, there's some celebrities that people can call out, <laughs> and there's the fear of. The backlash, because even look at the lady that called out the um, Kavanaugh when he was being nominated to be a Supreme Court. Her life is a living hell right now. Mm-hmm. You know, a living hell right now. Like, and she's white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so imagine any of us calling out people that have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of fear that's attached to it. Your life changing. People would be like, oh, you got to do it for the community. Okay, but are you going to be walking me to the train when I'm on 100-whatever street? (laughs) You know what I mean? Making sure that I'm cool if I shout out whoever. So there's just so many layers. Um, I will say I was watching um, an interview with his youngest brother where he basically put it all out there, what they went through as kids Mm in the hands of their older sister, and I was mortified. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) I really want them to get help. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think it's also that feeling of accepting that he is both an abuser and a victim and like accepting both sides, you know, mm-hmm. like they don't cancel each other out. And I really, but his brother even said it. He was like, my brother's not going to get help. He's just not. He's like, he's not that kind of person. He's not someone that has ever accepted what happened to him. And because he hasn't, he hasn't accepted who it's turned him into and what he's done to other people because of it. So there's just so many layers. His brother looked devastated. Then was contact. <sighs> Can I kick ball change? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know who else said that he's never going to uh, get help? Who? Ayanla. I was watching her on Sway in the Morning. Wait. Oh, I was like, wait. Where <laughs> was she talking was about this? Oh, was, she was talking about it on I, Sway? Uh, Sway in the Morning. I don't know how or why they started talking to her about it. What but... the hell was she doing on Sway? <laughs> Apparently, R. Kelly reached out to her. Was that true? She was talking about how, um, you know, she asked people whenever they come on, like, you know, what do they want? And he couldn't give her an answer. So she was like... So it's true that he hit her up recently wanting to do an episode. I don't know how recent it was, but she was talking about when when it was supposed to... Whenever it was supposed to happen or whenever it was discussed, that she knew she couldn't help him. Wow. So it must have been a written questionnaire then. Oh, Because she... Well, she said... She said that the people when they come before they come on the show they go through an like answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just gonna keep playing right on into it. I was just going So was he? Um, to that pen and to that paper got slid on across <laughs> the desk. Oh my god! But uh, she was on you Swing in the morning the recently. Out. I Kelly shuffle some papers <laughs> because that's she all was you got to do. Put a scan trying in front of the new season of her show, which also just <laughs> returned. <laughs> Fix my life is back. That's three easy words, too. That's why he was okay with doing the show. Fix my life. That's that's why. 
Why you sound like Miss Seeley's kids? Hello. Because <laughs> I'm imitating one. <laughs> Wait, so what did Ayala say? I'm curious what she said. You got to go back and watch the interview. I, I will, I'll tell I will. you. So what Ayala said was that <laughs> R. Kelly could not be helped. She said that the process See, that she would have to take him through, what she would have to take him through in order to get the work done, he was not able to go through. Damn. And she knew that. So she said it, she couldn't She couldn't do it. Wow. Yeah. And that he contacted her wanting the help. Yeah. Levels, Which man. is a surprise because her name... It's tricky. Oh, so thin. how did he tell them to reach out to Ianla? Well, I'm going to watch that. Um, I also think he needs, like, behind the scenes help. You know what I mean? I don't know. that. Like, this is serious. Not saying that yes. what Ianla does isn't serious or that the stories that people share, especially the people that aren't famous, like the families that come on there for help. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to invalidate her work or how it helps the people that mm-hmm. come to the show but i also feel like this is serious you it know like these are little girls that are allegedly so that we don't get sued allegedly in this house all the lives he's destroyed all the women that were on the show whether people believe them or not mm-hmm. that's not for us to decide mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i just think he needs a total different level of help like for the rest of his life help mm. not just like a 30 minute TV show on own you know what I mean <laughs> I also don't think this is something that should be like entertainment that's the problem he needs to he I don't know how to fix somebody wanting to be sexually abusive to children I don't know that's if that can saying, be like, I don't know what that is but like <laughs> As far as like him having some healing for personal traumatic experiences that he's been through, I think that'd be beneficial to anyone that's been through something. And I think that anyone who's been through something deserves the opportunity to heal from that. Absolutely. So that I, I do have an understanding of. Um, and that's just how I feel about that. And I think I was even watching um, Jada on the Red Table Talk. She had... Lisa Van Allen, I hope mm-hmm, I'm saying her name mm-hmm, correctly, as mm-hmm. a guest, which is one of um, R. Kelly's victims. And even the conversation they were pulling about, if anything, what's most important, aside from us looking back and seeing how we've been complicit as a culture, but also the conversations that this is kicking off in, with people, with friends mm-hmm. and relationships and men with their dads and men with their moms and little girls and Mothers with their daughters, you know, fathers with their daughters and just anyone who is actually taking the time to pull out the layers of what this is kicking up. So if anything, I'm just happy that people are talking. Mm-hmm. It's just so important. I've seen people sharing even on their podcast their own stories of abuse, men and women. And I just, you know me, I'm like, yes, if everyone <laughs> would just talk and right. open up. The saddest part that I saw in the interview with his younger brother that I saw on YouTube was that he was saying that when it started happening to them, he wanted to talk to the mom so badly, but he just didn't know how, you know, and and that's another thing, too, that we have to figure out, like, how can kids feel comfortable having the open dialogue to tell you when something in their life isn't feeling right, you know, so there's layers, man, like, 
<sighs> there's just so many layers. So many layers to this. But like I said, I'm glad people are talking about it. My focus is on the child sexual <laughs> abuse. Yeah, That's well, yeah. That's where my focus is. Everything else, I really just don't have the bandwidth to even, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's where my personal focus is. And that's not saying nobody else has to only care about that or whatever. No, I mean, everybody's going to get... that's my personal focus The is. reality like, is everyone's going to get pulled to different aspects of this conversation based on your life, what you've been through, and your mm -hmm. point of reference. That's mm -hmm. the reality. Remember, we've talked about this before. We're all in our own movies. So this part of the script that you feel called to, so it makes sense that, you you know, one side of it. For me, I have always, my brain, because like I said, I'm someone who's been through this on so many levels mm -hmm. of the show. Um, I just always wondered how can we, how can those men get help so that this we can get to the root of it and it can stop happening? Mm -hmm. Obviously, the victims need all the support and love and I'm glad that they had an outlet to speak on it. That was the biggest thing that Lisa Van Allen was saying on Jada's show. She was crying. She was like, it just feels so good to be able to talk about it, number one, and to be seen. Like, people are actually doing something about it. Their <coughs> organizations and their numbers are being spread and conversations are being had. Blog posts are being written. Interviews, you know, like, it's like she just felt so relieved that she's finally seen because apparently she tried to come forward with this back in like 2008 and like every other victim it just got swept under the rug they said in the documentary that it was over 20 cases that had been brought against him and settled out of court wow so you got to question the integrity of some of these parents and i know circumstances affect the decisions that people make, I respect that. That's mm -hmm. real. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But I just question that. And I don't even got no motherfucking kids. Don't want none. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be truthfully honest, I don't even want to smell my own shit. You think I'm going to clean up somebody else's and have to do it? <laughs> I don't want no kids. But the the integrity of them parents, man, I just question it. Because there's no way in hell. All you got to do is, is A, have been sexually abused as a child. Or B, see a kid and think about somebody taking advantage of them in that way it's just it, it just it blows my mind and so that's where my heart goes so yep and that's it and look at them people looking like a fool with their pants on the ground did you see the uh the people that pulled up in front of the protesters outside the studio and started blasting his music oh, it was I, a I pastor did see a clip because um crystal was <laughs> we were watching the Boondocks at her house this mm -hmm. weekend. <laughs> they were playing the episode. Uh, Crystal Jade and I were watching it because I couldn't remember the episode. I, like I was like, <laughs> I don't remember the R. Kelly episode because I wasn't like too. I was, I think I was in college at mm -hmm. that point, so I wasn't watching the cartoons. I've never really been a cartoon person. I was probably like working somewhere, <laughs> like right. slaving away. But they were playing the episode, and it's kind of wild that. In the episode, they're playing the music, and then this clip comes out where they're really in front of the studio playing the music. With and to Dustin's point, on. I think that's the part that I'm really confused at how people are reacting. His music wasn't that good. Or am I tripping? Like, <laughs> like, I mean, you like, tripping because the music was kids? good, but no, it wasn't. No, 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 I'm just right, playing. Kelly's it music that is good, but good. it's not so good where I'm sitting here like, I don't give a fuck with anybody. Right. Like, yeah. what? Right, Including like, are y'all fucking abuse. kidding For step me? in the name of love, we really out here, like, yelling like, and arguing, throwing rocks. Like, like having, like, Facebook, like full-blown, like, Facebook arguments that turn into people showing up in people's houses and, and shit. And think of how important music is. Like, music is my life. Like, I mm -hmm. love it. It's in my blood. But I've never felt 
so attached to it that like it trumps anything else that's happening with that artist i just don't feel that way and to be honest uh, like honestly honestly i can't even tell you the last time i sat in my crib and pressed play mm-hmm. on an r kelly record or sat on the trains or in a commute and and was like i want to listen to r kelly i have not been connected to that dude in a long time skip and delete all of the time <laughs> skip and delete all of the time like I'll 12 never... play was probably the only album Back in the day that I really played the fuck out. Like, I remember having the CD from Columbia House, and I could sing every song from back to end. But beyond that, I don't remember being, like, super attached to him to begin with. I was in a car recently with some people before the documentary, like, aired. And I'll never forget, after the playlist, like, ended, because there was R. Kelly song that played. And I didn't want to make a fuss, but, like, afterwards, I was like, whose playlist is this? And they was like, mine, I was like, you know you're going to delete all that R. Kelly out there, right? <laughs> and they was like, yeah, when I heard it, see, and I was like, okay, we don't, don't, don't worry right, about we ain't it. Even talk <laughs> about right, it. as long as we See, know. I'm not, like, I, my thing is, like, I know what the decisions I made because, like, I can't listen to, to me, you've taken the fun and the enjoyment out of this music because now I hear it, and whereas 12 Play Man. was my shit, you know what I'm saying? But hearing him give instructions on what to do in a sexual situation now is automatically associated with what I've seen in this survival. Oh, yeah, like, listening to it So in it's a totally different like experience even... for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, no. I'm good. But I don't feel the need to tell everybody I'm good on R. Kelly's music. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel and like that's the thing to do. That's what I need to <laughs> say it and shit. No, I, for me, in my my heart and in my mind, you know what I'm saying? I've resolved, you know, the fact that I'm not finna just be banging his music or whatever and listening to it. I'm damn sure not about to throw no money his way. Like, those are my right. choices, though. Yeah. And I didn't make them because I feel like that's what we're supposed to do and all this shit. So to me, like, just all that shit, like, after this, there's somebody I know who recently on their Instagram story, they felt compelled, and this is the spirit I'm talking about. They felt compelled to put a post up saying, I'm not finna mute R. Kelly, I'm not canceling Kanye, and I'm not canceling Bill Cosby. There's an agenda here, and I'm just not gonna support the... I guess my thing is like, why I gotta know? Cause now (laughs) I'm looking at you, and I really think you're a stupid person, (laughs) <laughs> because of this declaration you've made. Yeah. Maybe I'm being selfish, but I just don't want to feel like that about nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, just don't tell me. Don't be that defiant asshole that's telling me this just to be against something But a lot like, of times people online also feel pressured to perform their activism. Well, because if that. you don't do it, then it looks like you're you're like agreeing in right. some way if you're not like fuck R. Ke- or the mute r kelly with the line across his name that everybody was posting on their instagram there's this idea that you being quiet means that you secretly agree or that you secretly aren't against him and so people do feel pressure you gotta admit that you know the internet will make you f- i mean i had people hitting me up like what are your thoughts and I, I was like what made you think and my head is like my question is always, why do you need to know what I think? What do a, you think? I right. think that's what's most important because the conversation that needs to come out of it is how does these stories, how are you processing the information and what are you going to do about it? You shouldn't need to worry about what I'm doing because I'm going to do what I'm going to do about it. You know what I mean? I right. think I so exactly there's this idea of everyone needing to know what the other person thinks. So yes. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. how do these stories align with what you've been through 
maybe you need some help too and these stories will help you get that help or maybe you've done it to someone and these stories will let you get your help like figure out how it fits in your narrative don't worry about what I'm going to do with mine I think that is the nature of the internet though you have to perform your activism I y'all know me I don't play into that I literally Thank wasn't you. even online I probably am just getting back online now with um having to promote this episode tomorrow mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's my first tweet of the new year because I just haven't really I, I just don't really play into that because it's also it's, it's stressful too because then it's like you gotta do an iOS press release like <laughs> this isn't you know also people also have to respect how what people's processing is because you also have to remember this is gonna drudge up a lot of stuff for a lot of people yes. maybe they're processing their own traumas and they don't have anything to tell you because they're figuring it out. Or maybe you should know, speaking for myself, how the fuck you think I feel about this shit? How right. do you think I feel about this shit? You follow me, you know the tone of the things that I speak about. You know how right. I feel. I've been, I'm character. clear about a lot of shit. I don't think it's okay to fuck kids. Right. So don't ask me. You even asking me, what are your thoughts? That's pissing me off. What the fuck you think my thoughts are? What else should my thoughts be? So, like, just all of that. I'm like you. I'm with, I'm with you. Oh. <laughs> I'm not playing into it, friend. Yeah, no. You know what I did this weekend when all, everyone was online deciding who's for or against them? I was at a high school speaking with little girls. See? Someone created a program about it. And it was actually little girls that are from the project I'm from. And... They wanted these little girls that don't have a voice, don't have access or resources or anyone who really is looking out for them. Because not only are they women, but they're black and then they're poor in the projects. I mean, levels. So that's where I was. You know, like to me, but then I'm not going to be online like, well, this is where I was. Because that's not why (laughs) you did it. I didn't do it. I didn't post their picture. I wasn't like, you know, on IG stories trying to show the little girls faces and shit to kind of make people feel better about who I am. But I just feel like that's how I deal with things like this. It made me feel like, what can I do? Because that's something that I have gone through and I've managed to process by the grace of God. And I want to just make sure that I pass on those tools. That's how, that's I, what I'm talking that's how about. I deal with this R. Kelly situation. I agree. I and agree. That. What else? What's the last thing? Oh, I guess the last thing would be the government shutdown. Have you guys been affected or anyone you know? Not yet, not really. Travel, not, not really. <laughs> uh, thank goodness I have not been at the airport. I heard the TSA really been a little thin. I was scaring Crystal because she has a flight, and I was like, "You sure you uh-huh. want to jump on that flight?" <laughs> uh-huh. I tell you this: I ain't going to work for free. It's called work. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to work for free. And I don't know how long they think those agents are going to continue to go to work. But that's hard, though. Because They're not going to keep doing that. You know, getting jobs ain't like a thing where you just go and get another one. You got to get to work. Everything going to work costs money. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's impossible for them to continue to work without pay. I know. It's literally going to come to a stop. So <clears throat> they better get it the fuck together. But everybody I know that's selling food stamps still selling them. <laughs> So I guess it's, you know, it may be a government shutdown, but the government is still open. (laughs) Did you see that McDonald's in the White House? So can you explain to me who was it for? The Clemson Clemson Tigers. Okay, so who are these people? A football team. And why were they being honored with Big Macs? They won. They beat um, 
who did they beat? Alabama or something? I can't remember. I'm speaking about shit. I don't. I don't know. They won something. They they're a good American team. Good athletes. Good good guys. <laughs> big big guys. Lots of food. Lots lots lots. So that's what it was going. That he on. paid without his own pocket. Right. He had to make sure and tweet Mind that. you, good like another good point I saw on Twitter. The nigga got a hotel down the street that has luxury catering services. Oh my god! So he could have brought them. But in, you feed them, you know all this, and then you want, and it's because you know. It's a shutdown, and uh, you know, I, pay, I paid out of my pocket. Bitch, you one of the richest motherfuckers in the face of the earth full of dirty money. No Dawn, no Diddy, no Kalina. And you talking about <laughs> I pay. You ought to pay. You ought to pay. And then it was McDonald's, so you really didn't pay. <laughs> He's such a victim like, in his head. He's so, ugh, I, can't, I can't even process that, man. <laughs> it's such a reality show. Me either. What a dump. I have friends that work in museums as curators, um, like the Smithsonian, mm-hmm. and they're really dealing. I guess people don't realize like exactly how many people are affected. TSA, air traffic control, um, people regulating our food. Absolutely, and it's going to be a domino curators. effect too. Think about like the other um, vendors in the airport when they start closing terminals down. Yeah, mm. Auntie Annie's, forget about it. You oh, know what I'm saying? God. Like JFK got two like, Shake Shacks. Say, they oh better not get rid of one of them. That's what I'm saying. All because of fuck Donald fucking Trump. I had uh. two flights um, coming up in the next month or so, and I had them rescheduled. I was like, I don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to take my chance. You know what I mean? Like traveling right now. Okay. If I don't have to, have to, right. I'm definitely like going to get that rescheduled until all of this is figured out. Because right. JFK with the TSA, um, which oh, I, you know, no, rightfully baby. so, I do not blame them for not being as vigilant right mm-hmm. now. Because like you said, they're not getting paid to do so. But Is the rough. thing even plugged in? They probably got motherfuckers <laughs> just walking through. You know what I'm saying? It's holding up right. stuff. Like they scanning them and shit. The thing, shit ain't even plugged somebody, in. somebody, I think, was in Atlanta, got a gun through oh, all no. the way to Tokyo. Oh, no. Yep. Damn. And it didn't get clocked until it got to Tokyo. And they was like, hold up. <laughs> you traveled. Hartsfield fucking Jackson. To Narita. airport. All the way to Narita. So, airport. So, I'm like... Yeah, no. Once I started hearing those stories of like what people are managing to smuggle through now because it's not, you know, it's not that serious over there. I'm not. Imagine how Joel Santana feel right now. Somebody said that too. Damn. I literally somebody. God saw somebody damn! How I just three more weeks, man. Just three more motherfucking weeks. Shut up! Like, can you imagine? It's awful, man. And speaking of, before we even get to TV, I'm just gonna say, it. just say, it. who the fuck <laughs> let that happen? Then what happened? His teeth. What happened to his teeth again? You ain't seen Julio oh. Santana's new teeth. He has dentures. Are those that, his new teeth? Yeah, those are denture teeth because he lost his teeth. Oh, and right. he has he fake a... dentures that he's added, but they're literally sitting sideways in Vallejo. The, yes, the teeth please. are literally like up and at them. And I just can't believe, like, <laughs> not you it's the showing first thing. me these pictures. I can't believe. <gasps> I can't believe that they let him. Why would they oh, let no. him? <laughs> Is that for that? real? No, that's not no, they, for real. No. They, somebody Who edited made that. that? Out. That's so mean. They're, but, t- they've taken and edited but the these teeth look out. Nice right here. Now look you at. Have to see a scroll video. down a little bit. There's like a. Oh no! no look at. Okay, I can't. <laughs> But who, I just don't understand who it's let just, that happen his because teeth his teeth is, don't fit in. It like, affects look, his you speech. can kind of see right there. You, you can't see no more teeth on the sides. Like, that's where they stopped that one in the middle. That's real. Oh. 
But I when mean, he's speaking, but most people that get veneers get them like too big. No, his are angled. They they're ill fitted, oh. and I just don't know. And it, literally, he has a lisp like he speaks now, and I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand who let that happen. Because yeah. I wouldn't let y'all go out like that. I hope not. Well, I know you wouldn't. And he talks really bad. It sounds really bad every time he speaks. And now. he didn't used to talk like that. So imagine him trying to rap like that. Yeah, but he's getting over a, an addiction. That's what I'm saying. So if he had to right get... Now. He probably ain't even thinking about them teeth. But Kimbella and them were. Right. So what the fuck were y'all doing? Y'all let this shit, this man get his teeth reclined. Who did, like, what's the or problem? maybe it's part of the storyline. You know, they knew that it would get attention. <laughs> who knows? I don't... Oof. With all these shows, who knows? Who knows? I hope that ain't it. Was there anything else that we missed? We did Bird Box, Banner Snatch. I know we still <laughs> doing the TV segment later, but even but since you brought TV up now, mm-hmm. I just want to say, bravo. <laughs> Y'all tried it because we are just now finishing the Married to Medicine reunion. Like, I cannot believe they dragged it into the new year. <laughs> And made us wait for all three of these parts. What, the was, reunion? Yes. It was It was great to see when we got it, but it was supposed to have just been happening back to back to back. It took a break, so we had to wait for it to go into the new year so they could have ratings for it, I guess. I'm assuming that's why they did it. But it was still great to see. And we'll I guess wait we'll revisit for Dustin's that. section. But yes. anything else in just want to be pissed the at pop culture? Fat. Did we miss anything? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. I mean, I guess that's it because it was a long segment. Yeah. But Ugh. anything we miss, you guys let us know and we'll try to squeeze it in maybe at the top of next week's episodes. Support for today's show comes from HelloFresh. Make conquering the kitchen in 2019 a reality with deliciously simple recipes from HelloFresh. Each week, HelloFresh delivers pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards to your door in a special insulated box. All meals come together in 30 minutes max, calls for less than two pots and pans, and require minimal cleanup. And with the three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, or family, as well as the option to switch plans when your tastes change and there's something for everyone. So I know that you guys recently got some boxes too, right? They sent it to me this week. Yes. And would you guys whip up? Well, first of all, I told them I wanted something with chicken because I wanted something <laughs> that was food for the soul. Okay. And when I tell you that chicken breast was so succulent, <laughs> it was such a perky chicken breast. Wow. Yeah, I loved it. It was a bone, literally bone appetit. <laughs> so to take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019, get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash friendzone 80 and enter promo code FRIENDZONE80. That's HelloFresh.com forward slash FRIENDZONE80 and enter promo code FRIENDZONE80. To take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019 and get $80 off your first month. Enjoy. All right, listen up. Support for today's show also comes from Youth Testify, which is a program of the National Network of Abortion Funds and Advocates for Youth. Young people face significant barriers and stigma when trying to get an abortion, and in many states, young people have to get permission from a guardian or proof to a damn judge that they're capable of making decisions about their own bodies. 
This should not be a reality, and we need to trust young people to make decisions that will inevitably impact their bodies and futures. That's why the youth testify storytellers, okay? And young people around the country are sharing their own stories of abortion and leading the fight to ensure that all people have access to abortion care, free from barriers and stigma. This is important. Visit youthtestify.org to learn more. So let's bring in the wind chimes. <laughs> So remember, so um, Asante and I go to the same place to get our our feet rubbed. Were you just there? I was. <laughs> Don't tell me you were there today. No, not today. But I was oh, supposed I was to go about back to today. Freak out! I was like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so bugged out. <laughs> but we go to the same place, which is kind of funny because we didn't know that we go to the same place, <laughs> and it's very random neighborhood downtown. So I don't. It's like of all places, how did you find it? <laughs> it's a sneaker store that they just put across the street. Well, from don't there let too. people know where we go. But and then you said that it was um, XD that put you on, right? To yep. the location. Yep. So so funny. Random. Right, but I. So that's kind of like. I've always been someone that's been been big on foot rubs because, like I've mentioned um, on the episode before, it's just so good for your body, obviously. Yes. It releases endorphins, which is like the happy hormones, and it kind of makes the endorphins go all around your body. So you imagine you just feeling like all your cells, your well-being, you just feel so good. It cuts mm-hmm. down on cortisol, which is a stress hormone. So anything that helps you... Um, get a little bit more of a handle on your anxiety and nervousness and just feelings of depression. Obviously, a foot rub doesn't cure your depression, but it helps you in a moment get a little bit of relief where you can breathe, gain some clarity, and just kind of um, help the chemicals that are being released when you're stressed. It kind of helps them cut down a little bit so you can think a little bit better. So it's just nice. It's a nice break in a way. I always think of it as like when you, you're driving your car and you just press the brakes on it that's kind of the effect that it has it's giving you a moment to pause so Mm. i'm always a big proponent of people getting foot rubs asante will tell you the place we go to is amazing i want to marry all of them (laughs) (laughs) so i was um talking with our occasion because like i told you guys we're going to be doing like a lot of work um throughout the year so we're trying to come up with like Mm-hmm. You know, remember my old school DIY projects mm-hmm. on YouTube yes. where I used to like Making make. Deodorant. Yes, you remember that? Yes. Oh, I missed that version of Fran. That was a fun time. Back when you had the coursework going. <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of brought me back to my roots, and we had we were working on um um a salve for a foot rub, a black pepper salve. Ooh, and okay. so let me tell you about it. So, um. This is a solve that it has black pepper and everyone that uses black pepper for their DIY or just black pepper in general to cook. Everyone Mm -hmm. knows that it promotes blood circulation, right? Especially a lot of people have sedentary lives, sedentary jobs where they're sitting for most of the day. So your circulation can, you know, be blocked a little bit. So especially if you, the way you're sitting all day, the way that your legs are, you're not walking, you're not getting oxygen to your cells. Mm. So that's what it's great for the black pepper. That's like the, the, the how would I say it? The get the you star. Gotcha. <laughs> the get you gotcha. That's the star of the salve. Um, and then it also has nutmeg essential oil, mm. which is a natural sedative that reduces pain. Sometimes a lot of people have a lot of knee problems, lower back problems, because your body's trying to overcompensate for muscles that aren't getting used on a regular basis. And then it has balsam fur needle, mm. which is an antiseptic. <laughs> 
an antiseptic that helps with infections. You know, people have a lot of um, issues with their toenails and Ooh. they don't know what to Ooh, do with it. Think of how many people you see with their feet and you look at them like, you're not going to get that checked out? That block list is long, baby. <laughs> you're going to be like, I got a little saw for you. <laughs> and it has, it's great. The balsam fur needle is great for toenail health and it's also a detoxifier that helps with odor. So even if you don't have... <laughs> look, sometimes people need to figure out what to do and... Having yes, they do. An, imagine having an essential oil <laughs> that you can use that will help you. And <laughs> yes, it's a beautiful natural option. And then the last thing, oh no, no, and then um, almond oil, mm. which everyone knows if you followed me on YouTube years ago, that's what that's I used for. That was my go-to uh-huh. for oil cleansing. I always say it single-handedly. I kid you not. I'm not exaggerating. Y'all know I'm only gonna praise what I've used. It single-handedly cured my acne. There's wow. no if ands, or buts about it. Wow. Like, that's how I went from being someone who used to use proactive in high school because my skin was so bad to me now where, like, I can walk around with no makeup and not feel insecure because I don't have, like, blemishes or any marks and I look and I feel fine. Yes. Um, you is, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and the beauty of sweet almond oil is it is loaded with vitamin E which is so healthy for your skin cells. It has fatty acids that are really helpful for chapped skin, which Mm. think about it, it's the winter time. I was going to get my chapstick out. I just (laughs) didn't want to lose eye focus. And think of people's feet. You know, most people have really chapped feet. That's a damn shame. (laughs) Fran, the almond oil smells good too, don't it? Um, it's subtle when you get like you don't smell real like almonds. <laughs> no, that's not. I love this way jergen smells. That's what I was like when you get the real almond. That's not what it smells like. like cherry but. almond. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was hoping for, friend. But what you're gonna I'm do? With it, I'm, with it, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. What you're gonna do is that in a double boiler, right? You're going in, if you don't have a double boiler, the way that I do, because I don't have one, I used to do it the old school way, is that I would take a pot, fill it with a little bit of water enough to boil, and then put a bowl, like a a bowl that can withstand heat, of course, high heat. Put the bowl on top, just make sure that the bowl isn't touching the water. Make sure there's enough room in between it where the water that's in the pot can boil up and it's not going to like have, you know, water shooting out of the side of the bowl. So (laughs) it's literally just for the purpose of heating what you're about to place into the bowl. So you're going to place one tablespoon of beeswax. What I love about beeswax, obviously it's natural, but it's a protective hydrating barrier that doesn't suffocate the skin like petroleum. Mm. So it's moisturizing, but it also allows your skin to breathe. So that's why I use beeswax. Um, You're going to put 12 drops of balsam fur needle. I'm going to spell it for you guys because I know you're going to be like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Can I do it? You want to guess? Go mm-hmm. ahead. Balsam Akila. fur needle. B-A-L-S-A-M. Yep. Fur, F-I-R. Okay. Needle. <laughs> N-E-E-D-L-E. <laughs> you're like, balsam. B-A-L. <laughs> That's exactly how you spell it. Thank so you. you're going to put 12 drops. Well, no. Sorry. In the double boil. No, no, no. You spelled it correctly. You're going to (laughs) put, once the uh, beeswax is melted, you're going to put that in. Then you're going to add seven tablespoons of sweet almond oil. And you're going to let that heat together. 
until it clarifies. It literally is going to turn into like a clear liquid. Once it's clear, you're going to remove it from the heat. And that's when you're going to put in 24 drops of the Aracacia Black Pepper Essential Oil, 12 drops of Nutmeg Essential Oil, 12 drops of Balsam Fur Needle, and that's it. And once you put that together and mix it up, you're going to pour it into a little glass. Aracacia actually has some, but you can literally grab them anywhere. Little four-ounce jar, Mm. pour it in, close it up, leave it undisturbed overnight, and then when you wake up in the morning, you have a black pepper foot salve. And obviously, it's amazing because, like I said, you're promoting blood circulation. It's a sedative that reduces pain and antiseptic that will help you in case you have any infections. Um, Detoxify that can help you with odor. And most importantly, the almond oil that's super useful in case your feet tend to get really chapped. Especially, I know a lot of people think of the shoes you tend to have to wear at work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, sometimes they're not the most comfortable. Especially, I remember when I used to be having to wear heels all the time. Oh my God. I remember wearing them non slip shoes all the time. Oh my God. Do you remember? Hated them. (laughs) Hated them. And you know, work shoes. Let's keep it real. Don't always smell the best because you're wearing them every fucking what? day. Right around them funky ass people at work. What? And it rubs <laughs> off on your shoes. <laughs> and then when I worked in the kitchen, all that food at the bottom of my shoes, all oh, that smell. Man. But, oh, hell no. Nah. So, something to consider trying. I would try that. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I think people should do? I mean, obviously, I think you should make it for yourself because, like I said, it's a really great solve. Shout out to Ari Acacia. Um, But... I think it'd be nice if you made it for someone, especially, you know, like. Oh, I made this for you. And like, not only and did I make this a foot style for you, but and then massage your feet with something that you've made. Oh, Isn't that no, really friend. a cute idea? Oh, no, friend. Yeah, you got to frame. You got to, you got to frame that, though. <laughs> Is it a good I idea? Yes, but it's got to be framed right. That's the only <laughs> thing. You got to, it's got to be a whole night. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you got to get to that point of the night. To make that gift make sense, you know what I'm saying? You can't just come roll up on me with no black, telling me I need to put black pepper salve on my feet. You want to get cussed out? But if we've been on a great night, you know, you showing me, you pampering me for being on my feet. You want black pepper salve? Why you making it sound like Black pepper salve on my goddamn feet. Trying to season your toes. Yeah. But I would try it. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs it? Sherry Shepard could use some. Oh Who else could use this? Who's look like DJ Khaled? He's a perfect candidate. Oh um, who else? Glenn Close. She might could use her song. I need another break already. Yeah. <laughs> this is good, friend. This can go. Places. I think it's sweet. Me too. Imagine. Okay, I know you already said you imagine the person asking. Frame it right. So what's the proper way to say I made this black pepper sour and I wanna rub your feet? You don't say that. You just make sure you put enough. What gives it the scent? What gives it the scent that makes it smell good, friend? It's not meant to smell good. (laughs) Can we add a drop of uh, lavender? Will lavender fuck up the chemistry the the mix. Can we put some? Can we do? You want some lavender black clean pepper? linen? Can we do? Can we do a little clean linen? Can we do Why are y'all saying black pepper black like that? Black pepper salve. You making it sound like a thing? Oh, your goddamn feet! You know what I'm saying? That's what it's like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you some of this black pepper salve. <laughs> 
I, w- I love it and I want to try it. I'm just to make it, you know. To You know what? I'm going to make it for y'all and bring it in a little box. <laughs> The little bows on it. It'll be cute. I look something to consider. Maybe even for Valentine's now, friend, Day. Now, if you give it to me, I'm gonna use it. <laughs> on Why not? But I'm not going. Well, maybe you guys just have a thing with feet. You don't like just, rubbing feet. I just don't know. This is right for people of my me? tribe. You I, like rubbing I'm feet? I think I'm it's, the kid. I talk about feet all the time on this show. And you rub them though, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Step step A, first base, <laughs> shit. Okay, but yeah, it's just got to be. If there's a scent, maybe then we can. You know, I don't know. You would know, friend. But see, he already likes nice feet, so there's not going to be a situation where, where somebody he... needs some black You know, on they goddamn feet. Well, this is the thing. This isn't just for people who have. You said chapped to be specific. It that means helps. your feet was on Malik Yoba. No, no, no. Yoba. Listen, it'll help if that happens to be your ailment, but that right. doesn't mean that you have to wait until mm-hmm. your feet are already jacked up. This could be precautionary salve. So you keep your feet healthy. No that sounds even more strong. <laughs> you need, a, I mean, you I, the way your shit look. You need some precautionary. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a protective sound. It's a protective sound. You gonna braid my feet? Black. You gonna braid my feet? It's a protective sound. A protective black pepper sound. <laughs> oh my goddamn feet! You gonna braid my feet? That's what you're telling me. <laughs> It's a protective sound. I know R.I.K. just listening to this. I love R.I.K. And I also want to make you guys aware for those of you, because this is an amazing giveaway. They're having a giveaway, I noticed, on their Instagram. Well, actually, I'm going to give you guys, I swiped the link and turned it into a bit.ly so it would be easier to tell you guys. Mm -hmm. They're doing a giveaway that's valued at $500. What? A diffuser. I counted. It has, like, an image, and it has, like, 25 plus bottles of essential oils. It has scrubs. It has like sprays and mists because, you know, not everyone likes oil. Some people prefer mist, kind of yeah. like the ones that Haas makes. Yes. Um, that you can spray Got on that. your linens and on your pillows. I know. See, Dustin like that one. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like real Febreze. Right. A natural <laughs> version of Febreze. And obviously, you, people have different scents that they prefer. And most importantly, you got to remember that essential oils, when you breathe them in, it's aromatherapy. It hits your lungs, goes into your bloodstream. And depending if you need calm, if you need sleep, maybe you need mm. energy. Maybe you uh, spray it so that you can wake up a little bit earlier. So you put something like lemon, which is known to like give you a little bit of energy in the morning. So whatever it is that you need... They're doing a massive giveaway, valued at $500. Um, like I said, I turned it into a bit.ly link because when I was like, how would I tell them this link? It was mm-hmm. a long-ass link. But I turned it, yes. and so it's bit.ly L-Y, forward slash all day essentials. You go all on day. there. <laughs> you go on there, and it'll redirect you to a splash page where um, I was looking at it. All you have to do is put your email in. That's it. Go on there. I think it's going to prompt you because there are a couple of rules. Follow their Instagram, which is R-A-K-S-H-A. That's A-U-R-A-C-A-C-I-A. Follow their account. Put your email in on the splash page. Once again, that's bit.ly forward slash all day essentials. And hopefully you'll win. And apparently hopefully. it's not just one set. They're going to be um, giving these out until March. That's lit. What? I mean... They got it like that, though. <laughs> you know, $500 worth. I was looking at the image like, wow. They even have scrubs. 
I know some people like scrubs, um, salts that you can pour. TLC don't. <laughs> salts that you can pour into your bath. So it's it's a lot of different things that come in the package. So good luck to you guys. If you try the black pepper sal. Yeah. <laughs> the black pepper sal. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Shout out to Arcation for bringing me back tomorrow my DIY roots. That was really fun to whip up with them. I'm going to bring you guys some bottles and then whipping, we'll talk. Water whipping. Fran was water whipping with Arcation. <laughs> And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Asante, Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? Oh, you know, I love nostalgia. And last week I was on Instagram. And shout out to Keithan from uh, Rated R&B. Keithan? Uh, is it Keithan? Oh, I don't know. I'm like, what a cool name. Keithan. Well, like... It looks like Keithan. And I'm praying yeah, that it man. is Keithan. Um, but his uh, ad is I am Keithan. Or you can just look at uh, follow that because <laughs> it's I am it's I A M K E I T H A N. Yeah, that's Keithan. Okay, right? Don't ask him on Keithan. Cool. Name. Anyway, uh, he did a post on his Instagram Keith the other day Keithan. that came across <laughs> my timeline. Imagine that was his brand. <laughs> and God he posted <laughs> some singles from Billboard's Hot 100. From 2004. So 15 years ago, these songs were on Billboard Top 100. And I just thought it would be cool to like go down the list of some of these songs. Yes, please. 15 years ago, I was like, damn, that's crazy. That How old were you 15 years ago? I don't even remember. Weren't you like 15? I like, and I was like, I was 15, 15 years Sheesh. ago. That is crazy. Because these songs Damn, were, I'm old. I, I just prayed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, wow. <laughs> See, now y'all know what I'm talking about. I was that a gap. whole grown. Now y'all know what I be talking about grown. that gap when I talk about that gap sometimes. Like, I don't be mean and be mean when y'all know about that gap. Well, now, <laughs> damn it, you how old you is. You know what I'm so, saying? So, back in 2004, <laughs> uh, going ahead kicking it off on this list, Outcast, Hey Y'all was on the Billboard Hot 100. Wow. Beautiful song. Beautiful 15 video. 15 years ago? 15 years ago. I think that is so wild that a, a lot of these songs are on here. Could come out today and be a hit. Usher, that video too. Usher featuring Lil Jon and Ludacris, yeah. Mm-hmm. As well as Burn. <laughs> oh no, I knew it. I knew it. There was no way I could just let it I go know by. I just hate that song now. That's what well, they said. Wow, and it's crazy because yeah was number one, and then Burn was number two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> also, this year is uh, Alicia Keys' "If I Ain't Got You." Oh wow! A beautiful song. A beautiful. I ain't got you, that's when she was unfucking stoppable. Like that, that was a hit. And it took me when I read that because I thought about the weather too. Because in the video, I think it was like snowing or cold or something. So I was like, "Damn, this is Alicia Keys' weather out here." She's hosting the Grammys, right? Is she? Yep. She is. Okay, then I'm a I'm a peep just for that. Yeah. Um, should be cool. Outcast also had on the charts The Way You Move with Sick and Brown. The Way You Move. Um, honorable mention goes to Maroon 5, uh, This Love. So they debuted 15 years ago? Um, Yeah, and they peaked at number four wow. on the Billboard Hot 100. I don't know why. I thought they were out much longer. Well, they probably did something before, but that might have been the song that like <sighs> shot them mainstream. I, but... Really? Because I thought that was their debut album. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm tripping. Rando, randomly, right? Mm-hmm. I've met somebody back when She Will Be Loved by Maroon 5 came out. 
and ran into them randomly in L.A. when I was in L.A. over Christmas break. Wow. wow. It was like, nigga, I've been keeping up with you. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm looking at you. And it was just great. Oh, you know, that's my song. It makes me, like, sad. I get emotional. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, I do know. (laughs) But I just get very emotional. That song. Every day. (laughs) Out in the corner in the pouring rain. Look for the girl with with a broken smile. Joel Santana. Ask her if she wants to stay a while. And she will be loved. And she will be loved. I know where you hide. I know where you dark. I don't remember shit. It was a clothespin on your booty hole to sound like that. (laughs) I know where you hide. Oh, I love that song. Uh, Sierra, Petey Pablo, goodies. Give it up for a wow. hit that stick like grits. Yep. Was that her debut? Yes. That yeah, was goodies her. was the, no- the number initial. one. That um, song hit number one. Um, it, wow, really? And it was number nine on this year when it peaked. But yes, it is when on the Billboard Hot 100. Wow. So Where's or, Goody's number one? It might have gone number one at some point, but on 2004, oh, yeah, 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 it was yeah. just number nine. My goodies. Yeah, my goodies. I got a sick reputation there for handling, bro. And Freak Leak is on here, too. Oh, That was the jam. So Man. So Pablo's having a good... Wait. Well, them two songs sounded oh, okay. alike. Yep. Like, Those wait, songs sounded alike anyway. They did. Um, <laughs> yeah, Goodies went number one on... Ooh. Peaked at number one September 11th, 2004. Wow. Wow. 9-11, she went number one. Bugged out. That's brazy. You said Jaquan. Tipsy. Ooh, everybody in the club getting tipsy. tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. That song was huge. Ooh, Twister featuring Jamie Foxx and that other man. Oh, I Slow jams. Woo! How it go? I remember it, but I can't think of it. She said she wants some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, a little Anita. I said a little Aaliyah. But Daffy set this party up right. Say you're gonna be. Are you gonna be? Say you're gonna be. Are you gonna be? Say you're gonna be. Oh, wellness God. segment. Well, well, well. <laughs> right. <laughs> she says she wants some ready for the world. Some new addition. Some many repetition. But Daffy set this party up right. The jam. <laughs> that Man. was the jam. Though. The jam. Do y'all remember when that shit came out? And I remember. It didn't they have the music industry on in a headlock for a while? Hell yeah, like them soul samples. Wow, man. That's Ooh. why we mad now. Ooh. That's a Kanye uh, production, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, also, That's why we mad. Random mention. <laughs> Lil Flip featuring Leah. I don't know if y'all remember this song, Sunshine. Yeah. How it goes. Yeah. Sunshine. Uh-huh. I'm going to call you my baby boy. And yes. you can call me your baby girl. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the sunshine. Wow, that is random yeah, ass. That hell. was the jam, actually. I used to love that song. Let me step on Wasn't over that on 106 and Park? <laughs> yes. More than <laughs> likely, why yes. I, it, I used to like low, low key, Lil Flip had some good music. <laughs> low, on the lowest of keys. Like, get that Lil Flip catalog. He has Lil Flip the rapper? Yeah. <laughs> the rapper, duh. Obviously, he's a little. Oh, uh, also that year, since we were talking about that man who I don't want to say his name anymore, uh, he had the song with Selena Johnson, All Falls Down. Oh. Yes, Lord. Huge. 
Khalees Milkshake is on here, 2004. What a song and that what an song. album. What an album, what a song. And it didn't sound like anything that was out at that point because he mm-hmm. took that from funky music from Brazil. That shit was the best. Amazing. The that whole album. The shit. Um, also, Twister did uh, Overnight Celebrity. Oh, another mm-hmm. one. Oh, my God. Yeah, Twister definitely. That was a dope era for him. Uh, Christina Milian's Dip It Low. Did I already say that one? Dip It Low. I used to be like, if she don't get her ass up off the floor <laughs> in the video, being that, you ain't, that ain't even you. Like, get your ass up. <laughs> I'm going to show you how to make a man say, oh, <laughs> said you wants it, you need it. What? <laughs> Alicia Keys also, Diary, Alicia Keys featuring Tony, Tony, Tony. I forgot Diary was this year. Oh. Yeah, all the black people used to call it <laughs> secrets. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> all the black people used to call it secrets, but it's actually secrets. called diary. Your secrets. Your secrets. Break it down. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you gonna make me go home and listen to that album. Oh. We got Chingy featuring Jay Weave. I have such a crush on Chingy. I'm not gonna lie. What song? Well, I love this song. One, one call away was. <laughs> oh, that was the jam. You could. You wanna come roll with me? me. Hey. Beat my lady. My. Okay. <laughs> I'm only one call away. You could roll with me. Yeah, I didn't think me. he was so cute. I knew he was back my then. Ba- yeah, but it was a secret. I wasn't all the way out. <laughs> So I couldn't talk about look, look, it. Like was, that other person we that we boat. were talking about. We had a day. I think we were headed to D.C. where we were sharing our guilty crushes that oh, we'll yes. never tell anybody. And I stand I by my. Tell. And when I shared mine, they all were like, hell no. Jade was like, hell no. Damn. But Chingy, yeah, I guess he is a guilty crush. He you was so my cute. baby. That was a jam. What was that song he had with Janet? Ooh, Chingy. Oh that was the shit. Remember that shit with him and Janet Jackson? How'd it go? I can't remember just the song, but I remember it's that. Oh, Remember that's the Janet Jackson said. <laughs> that's the only thing I remember. You remember that? Oh, <laughs> He had some Stop shit. Wait, but what was that song you just said before we was talking about? Oh, <laughs> What was that song well, you said, Lil well, Flip? With Leah Sunshine, never mind. Oh God! Sunshine. Who else? Um, also D twelve. Oh wow! Okay. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, my band. ain't that a vitamin? People, right? These don't even know it the is. name it's of my vitamin, band. Ain't it? My band, my band. D twelve. No, shout out to D twelve. No, they was some. They was band. a. Now you're thinking of B12. No, D12. <laughs> the vitamin. Like, oh, that's, yeah, that's all right. Ain't that a vitamin? <laughs> but yeah, they were a talented collective. Shout out yes. to D12, for real. And rest in peace to um, one of the members in the group that passed away. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one I was like best friends with um, Eminem, Eminem, right? Mm-hmm. Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was Plain. also Chingy's year when Holiday M dropped. Oh, shit. <laughs> with Luda and Snoop, yes. Wow, Black Eyed Peas. What Let's happened to Chingy? You know, it's funny that you asked that. I randomly was looking him up the other day. He dropped music, and it's not good. 
But what happened? Because he was doing really well. And then he looked like a dad. Like he was dressed like in some golf gear or something. It was very odd to watch. But I think he still got some credit in whatever hood he's I mean, he about to be on the Millennium. Oh, we didn't talk about the Millennium Tour. Is it Millennium or Millennial? Millennium. 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 Okay, y'all both said Wait, totally um, opposite. with an M. <laughs> yeah, with an uh, M. That's what I said. Millennium. Oh, I thought y'all said different. No, Millennium. Millennium Tour. Mm-hmm. Are y'all going? Me and Fury going. Really? <laughs> I'm going. I'm coming. <laughs> like, we going. For real, for real. No, I got are y'all tickets. serious? Because I want to be there. And then <laughs> We got our tickets. <laughs> y'all looking y'all on, on IG stories at the club. <laughs> we got our tickets and we're currently planning outfits. So, You're like, lying. I, on God, me and Fury are going. For I real. am fucking <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it I oh gotta tell gosh. Crystal we call she ain't gonna go. I know Crystal I don't know she she Jade might Crystal Jade might be down and Jade will talk her into it Kia, Kia would Kia definitely yeah. would right. I gotta try to convince Crystal but I feel like she gonna tell me to shut up uh, this was one of the <laughs> oh yeah Lil Flip game over mm-hmm. um, Lil, I don't remember uh, LL Cool J head sprung oh a hit yeah, cause we be up in the club, posting the track, You know the white people got a hold to that right. song, but I think you gotta Lord give it mercy. to uh, oh, he lasts a long time. Man. Do you remember when he was in that movie uh, Deep Blue Sea and he did that Deep record? For, he, it was a movie where there was I on do. a boat. They were on this boat, and the uh, boat got flooded, and sharks was on there. And I think he was the chef on the boat. So it was just funny as hell that he was on there. Remember when that shark ate Samuel L. Jackson? He was talking <laughs> yes. shit. He, Samuel L. Jackson was cussing everybody out on the boat. Hold up. The shark ate him, and he was talking shit. Yeah, about he was being yes. Samuel L. Jackson, cussing out. And, I, and you niggas, ah! And then, and like, right in the middle of him cussing him out, a shark came up off the water and fucking filleted his ass right there on the, off the uh, thing. You remember that? I absolutely do. Yep, that was back when Blockbuster was a thing. Oh, shout out to Blockbuster. Oh, I miss Blockbuster. Yeah. That shout was out to the so new releases. Fun. And the NC-17 Youth Restricted Viewing yes. movies <laughs> that I always wanted to see. Oh, I miss those days. Um, Honorable mention, because it always comes up anyway. And Family here video. we are. Uh, 15 years later, or 15 years uh, beforehand. Baby Bash featuring Frankie J, Sugar Sugar. Wow, bruh. <laughs> Baby Bash, bro. Where is he at? Oh, man. Um, Baby Bash, he he looked like the nigga in Bone that the police came to the door (laughs) on that video. Okay. Now, there are a lot of things that I skipped over on here. I skipped around. I just want to give a good variety. But there is no way that I could say this list without mentioning one. Ruben Stuttered. Sorry, 2004. Sorry, 2004. (laughs) He made it on the Billboard Hot 100. He's there. Good, Ruben. That was a, well, yeah, no, that was a big song. It was. I feel like I heard it a lot. Everybody, all the black people felt like they won American Idol that year, so everybody was sorry for 2004. It was a moment. Him and Clay had a Christmas um, spectacular on Broadway this year. Clay I saw Aiken? the mm-hmm. things for that. Ruben and Clay, they had a Christmas show on Broadway this year. It ran for, I don't know how long it ran, but it was on Broadway literally. Oh, that's cool as fuck. They had on Christmas sweaters. It looked so funny, and they like the. <laughs> The, you know the ads and shit. Cute. I hate to even bring this up, but I thought that Clay Aiken was one of them singers on that damn show, um, The Mass Singer. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Well, we can now. Yeah, we, we look, can talk about. We can. Do uh, I need that, to tell Phaedra? We can. That was moments in 2004. <laughs> Let's talk about the Mass Singer. Today's episode is also brought to you by Stamps.com. Want a New Year's resolution you can actually keep? Save time and money this year using Stamps.com. 
Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. So you can print official U.S. postage from any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Then the mail carrier picks it up. No more lugging mail to the post office. No more hassles. Better yet, with Stamps.com, you get discounted postage rates that you can't even get at the post office. Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. And there's no equipment to lease and no long-term commitments. Me personally, I'm lazy. I hate getting out of my bed. I hate leaving my house. So I would love to skip going to the post office. So if I'm allowed to print postage and the post office will come and pick it up from my house, I'm winning twice. That's three times, actually, because I ain't going to leave my bed. <laughs> anyway, right now, you too can enjoy the Stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus postage and a digital scale. So start the new year off right. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone, and at the top of the homepage, and type in Friend Zone. That's Stamps.com. Enter Friend Zone. So y'all don't along. feel weird watching that show? Yes. Could, yeah, it scared the shit so. out of me. And I told you I get nervous. So the whole, the clues, that scares the shit out of me. And they show the videos of them as the characters. Mm. But Something I, that's I, very Black Mirror is, first of all, the fact that they have celebs that are down to wear this shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and perform is so weird to me. I had planned on ignoring the show as a whole. Yes. I thought that it was the, the mere concept was ridiculous. And it just wasn't for me. So I ignored it. I was on Twitter. Yeah, I didn't know about it till Twitter. I think it was because of you. Probably because you were saying who the the B is. Yes. Or whatever. Somebody said, <laughs> literally, Fran. This is how it happened. I saw a tweet that said, "I never knew I needed a cover, needed Gladys Knight covering Sia Chandelier." Was but it here Carrie? we are. No, it was somebody else. I can't remember who, but it wasn't Carrie. But we got on board. Or maybe Mason. First Gentleman, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's who it was. Oh, damn. So (laughs) that's how I saw it. I think it was that tweet, and then you responded. And then I was like, wait a minute, what is this B? And so I click it, and I was weirded out. I was blown away. I was weirded out, too, with the mirrors closing in and shit, and they were shaped like hexagons. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm scared. But then... When she That's opened her damn mouth. But don't you think it's weird that they got Gladys Knight in a bumblebee costume? Well, you know they said Gladys Knight <laughs> went senile a little bit. Oh, my God. No, you know they, on, for real. Aside, you don't think that's weird? See, I think that... For real. You remember when she was on the Apollo, like, last year, or was it the year before when she was hosting Showtime at the Apollo? She was one of the judges, mm-hmm. and Gladys's behavior was kind of like... So you think they're taking advantage of her? She's standing up there in a bee costume, a goddamn bee costume. But no, here's the thing. I don't think they're taking advantage of her. I'm being silly. But I do think it I do think that was a hell of a conversation. Somebody finessed <laughs> That's what I'm it. saying. Like who told like who got her to do that? So have you watched any of it? Like the Just episode? Just the clips. I've never seen So I watched it. the first episode and then i watched like the whoever lost the second one just to kind of see because i want i was interested to know like more of who were the people in it or under it so the first episode the guy that went was a football player and second episode it was damn chong from fucking cheech and chong i saw the clip of when they did the reveal yeah so i saw that they were revealing who the people were but i was like why are y'all doing this because like i get the type of show that it's supposed to be but I don't really, I don't know about it. It feels degrading to me. That's degrading. Because <laughs> she's in costume. <laughs> this is Gladys Knight. You got but, her dressed 
as a beat. But she said they don't know that. And and I'm glad she put that shit on because when I tell you she sang the shit out of Chandelier, I like they said, I never knew I needed that. Gladys Knight wore Chandelier. But can't she just sing it behind a curtain? No, I don't want to see her old ass singing Chandelier. But when she was in a B costume, that voice. See, it's weird for so me. So you think it adds to it? But and that's no, my thing. I actually wish she didn't take have it on. I just want an audio version of it, so I ain't even got to worry <laughs> that's about. That's why so it's weird for it... me because they're characters. Like it's weird for me because like on the first episode, they like I don't know if they did it on purpose, but the way they were like the lion versus the whatever and uh, the my, the monster versus this, and I was like, well, what the hell, y'all gotta be this? Like, well, I'm not into furries. <laughs> I'm not either, so it's kind of like you know that's a, what's a the poison thing that I would yeah, be fucking in costumes. Yeah, because you know, shout out to Sonic Fox, you know my video game hero, but he <laughs> just happens to be a furry, which I have no control over. Anyway, um, so do they cut out the private parts? I, I guess. How do you have sex I guess in a costume? Or indicative upon maybe the they make costumes for it because some people might have it hole. cut out, but some people like might a doggy like door. It in there. I don't know a doggy a door. Doggy door. Jeez, Louise. Anyway, so how does it work? They have. That's what I want to know. No, no, no. I did not. <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of mass characters. The and timing. Each the week, timing. I meant the oh the, the show. The yes. No wait. <laughs> Each week, a bunch of uh, masked characters <laughs> go head to head and are supposed to battle until one is chosen to reveal their mask. <laughs> now, the way that they battle is two, they each perform, and after each performance, the judges try to guess who they are, and then the, them as well as the audience votes on who they want to keep or not keep. Mm, and so when you lose, that's when you have to reveal who you are. When you lose, you go through the three rounds, and then at the, after the, th- the three rounds, the audience votes for who should reveal. If Gladys Knight singing like that, they better not send that B home. So yeah, that so pretty, so pretty much, it's it's degrading or not degrading, but it's it's, it's you're bad. Degrading. It, you're bad. Why do y'all if think you it's degrading sick. that she was a B with hips? I don't think she. It was degrading, but Dustin, <laughs> the B had this a shape. Is but the Knight. way, but the way she was they, jamming. But would listen, you put, girls, listen, would you put Anita but Baker no. in like a fox costume and have her sing on a stage? But the way she says it in her Maybe packaging, not a fox. what would Anita Baker be? The way she says it in her packaging, she's like, "I've been known as the I forgot what in they the clues." Say. Yeah, she was like, she was like, "I've been known as the uh, Empress of Soul, but now I'm here to show them uh, sing to a today. whole new generation, right? That and show them I could be their uh, new their queen. Show Beaver. my voice to a whole new generation, right? Something like that. You can call me mm-hmm, Queen B, but the title <laughs> Empress is more fitting, which was a dead giveaway because people call Gladys Knight the Empress of Soul. But right. even those clues and her moving around that scare, that, that suspense shit I don't know, it made me, me feel very uh, <laughs> black mirror-ish. And then they're saying that the monster is T-Pain. But it didn't sound that like That makes T-Pain. perfect wow. sense. But T-Pain don't sing like that, do he? Did the monster remember. have a voice box? Oh! No. <laughs> it didn't. He was singing like like R&B. Well, T-Pain can actually sing T-Pain for real, sing, for real. So that's why. No, no, no. I know T-Pain can like, sing, but it didn't sound like his tone to me. Oh. But I, he can do different things with his voice. Like, I know he does little characters, so that's why I was Oh, like, really? Oh, well, okay. I didn't know that. Like, hmm. Baby Gladys wore Sia's song out. But people swing. No, honestly, it sounded great. She wore that Those shit out. Those high notes I was her like, tone. What? That's why I want that's what made me be like, okay, well, what's going on? Yeah, that's well, I'm watch. sure they're gonna um capitalize off of this and put out the CD, uh, the CD, you hear me? The, <laughs> the stream. Because you're talking about somebody old, you're going to say the no. CD. <laughs> Party girls, don't get hurt. Flones, flones. Well, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel Drink guilty watching. I feel like this is 
It's no something about it makes me feel queasy. Why the way she was moving, um, friend? Party girls don't get her phones blowing up in a V costume. It's like they're taking icons from back in the day and being like, "You have to do this. Like you have to. It's how you relate to the youngins and putting <laughs> you think them in the dumbass glass. costume." But I, but she had a glass all... of bourbon shaking. The ice was shaking in the glass, and they're trying to convince her, "You have to do this. You have to do this." <laughs> that just makes me. I don't know. And also, they're not all singers too. So that's... right. Like, uh, cause when I saw Chong come from out under there, I was like, "Damn, Jim, Jenny McCarthy was right. This he is was crazy. the pineapple. Oh, she <laughs> right. guessed it was him. <laughs> yeah, how though? She she was like Cheech, or it might be Tommy Chong, but I'm pretty sure it's Cheech. And I was like, "Damn, it might be Tommy Chong, and it was his ass." And I was like, "Damn, this bitch was right." They didn't got a sign. Y'all get y'all. me watching. No, I was so pissed. You <laughs> got me about to watch it. I was it so now. pissed. Gladys yeah, got me I'm about to watch. No, Gladys, Gladys she singing. Feel she guilty. was the reason that I watched. When I saw that clip, I was like, "Damn, now I gotta watch the stupid." How is she singing? <laughs> you know how she was okay. One, two, three. One, two, three. Jake. One, two, three. Somebody gonna say all this time I've been thinking that was an inspirational song until Gladys sang the lyrics clearly. This song is about a goddamn alcoholic. <laughs> Enough about the mass singer. Let's close out the Music Man segment with listens lately. Um, oh. Any picks for the new year? You guys want to shout out? I feel like a lot of stuff came out, right? A lot of things came out. I've been listening to a lot of things. We've been gone forever, so there was like a whole hiatus of like like Gucci Mane dropped something. The rest, Sean dropped something. Uh, 21 Savage dropped something. The Dream, Dream dropped, dropped like a million things. 10,000 songs. Uh, yeah, so just wherever you guys oh, want to start. Want. He did. Um, well, let me start with Shekinah Joe once again. I know she keeps <laughs> popping up, Joe. but she was writhing on a bed um, on the shade room, rolling around on a bed on the shade room. But the song <laughs> that was playing in the background was this song by, it was so beautiful, I had to Google the lyrics. And it was actually a, a damn Demi Lovato song. What okay. song was it? It's called You Don't Do It For Me Anymore. And when I, oh, when I tell you... I like that song. You like that song, mm-hmm. friend? I like that project, honestly. I had no idea. I just thought she was a dirty girl from Disney. So <laughs> wow. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. You know what I mean? I didn't know. She does therapy. No, I mean, <laughs> I meant like dirty like a bad girl from Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like She used to be like a Disney kid. Now she's like a bad like girl. Like Rebel. Yeah, you the one saying she's she dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you the one said it. You the one said she looked like she fell all the time when you see it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is what you would be known for. I love that song. Okay, that's the Ooh. point. What a beautiful. When I tell you that song and even like the words, it's just such a beautiful song. So shout out to that. It's tons of rap music I can highlight. But since it's the music segment, I do just want to take a moment and yes. give a huge shout out to none other than Cash, Cash Doll and Dreezy. Um, oh, that song is so good. Did I you see the video? It. No. Oh my. I saw a clip of it. They, I went out. Cash Doll was like laying or sitting, and the dudes were like massaging yes. her. Yes. Rubbing her foot with black pepper. With black pepper. <laughs> she ain't had no black pepper. Well, yeah, she probably did. But like, because Cash Doll, she real, so she had black ground black pepper. <laughs> We had ground black pepper salad. Oh but the video, they premiered the video um, on Harper's Bazaar. And I thought that what? was so dope because it's such a fashion. They got so many, like, looks in the video. Crossover. Yeah. And I just thought that those two brown girls having their video that is fashion, you know, based, premiered on Harper's Bazaar. I just thought that was just cool perfect. So, yeah. yeah. Congrats to them on Shout that. Shout out to them. Yes. 
Honestly, I didn't <laughs> listen to a lot of music during my break. Prambin, listen. Amen. I'm Prambin, dead serious. Listen, let me tell you chilling, okay? okay? You know, I'm telling you, when I think I, by the end of the year, I was tired of listening to people speak. I was tired of hearing myself speak. I was tired of sounds, if that makes sense. And I needed to just unplug completely. When I'm an unplug, I'm an internet, music, anything where things were coming into my head. I just needed like silence and nature and family. And I didn't listen to shit. When I came back, I listened to like a couple podcasts. I got back into the podcast. You have that ever happened to you? Or like sometimes you get into music, 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 and then you don't want to listen to any music and you get into podcasts? Um, Yes. That happens to me a lot. But when you be like sexually active, you have to play music. (laughs) So sometimes when you don't want to hear, you still have to have something to play. And then which means you have to stay, you know. Well, I haven't been in music mode, funny enough. I've been listening to a lot of Audible. Mm-hmm. Like I listen to um, Girl save it This is the music man Save it <laughs> I'ma I'm let you play Okay So Michelle Obama's book I listened to Audible <laughs> yeah. I, I sure did I was cleaning my house Listening to her Tell me about her life So I haven't been In music mode You don't have to have Been in music mode I'ma uh, give you something Cause I want you to be able To give the people something What Cause it's the first episode Of the year Yeah So tell us what you were Ending the year off with People you ended the year with And people that you Want to start the year with People that you Picks for this year, predictions, things that you want to see more of. Music artists. Musically? Yeah. Hmm. And you can do that as well if you would Oh, like. no, this was for friend. <laughs> no, I've been jamming. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Can I just say, I think this uh, promo that Dreamville is doing is so mm. cool. So simple. With the yellow and yes, the dream. Yes. So freaking simple. And fresh. So cool that they sent that out with the invitations. And then at first I thought it was just, the, you know, the Dreamville people. But then I realized they were sending it out to, like, our, uh, producers outside of that. Mm-hmm. Even media. Like, whatever. Whoever came up with that, kudos to you. Shoot, Brilliant. I was trying to go. Okay. I know. I was like, where's <laughs> Hey for Hey? We love invited. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. But I thought that was a super cool concept. I'm really excited. I'm actually unfamiliar with those mixtapes. Um, I didn't know that this is like the third one, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to have to do my homework and listen back. But I do love that, that Ari Lennox is going to be all up on it. Yes. Um, by the looks of Ari's Insta stories and her IG pics, it looks like she's working on a lot of stuff. So busy. you could tell she's like in her zone. Definitely excited for her new project. Um, I'm excited for more Jack Davey. Yes. I know I always say that, but <laughs> she the stuff that she's been putting out has just been really good. Um, she's been kind of dropping teasers and some visuals, so I'm excited to see if she's going to hit us with like a big project this year. Um, who else am I excited about? Yeah, who else? Um, <laughs> let me see. Tell I... I'm excited about Dawn. Dawn Rashad has oh, a new project yeah. about to drop. Didn't she drop like a visual or something? She's been dropping little like video content, video um, pieces that are promoting this new project. I think, is it tomorrow? Wow, really? That it comes out? Is it? Yeah, Damn. it's like coming out like, like ASAP. Yeah. Oh, snap. So it should be good. I'm and slick. also the clips I've seen of their tour, Carrie was at... The, uh, he he went he went to the Danny Kane tour, so you know his stories told us the whole story. <laughs> so, but I watched it. Shout in Dawn. out to Carrie. Shout He's out to so Carrie. Like, what a gem of a person. <laughs> but like, Dawn's costuming on stage, all of that. She's in her bag right now. January twenty so, fifth. January twenty fifth. Awesome. Okay. Nice. Amen. 
I thought it was on today. Greg, please get out of here. <laughs> I thought that Dawn was coming out with her music <laughs> on my birthday. Greg Leaks, by the way, when you were talking about the uh, black pepper oil, I was thinking about how he loved his grapes, his grapeseed oil. That's coarse black pepper. Um, <laughs> I would like to. Oh, just... it's Solange. Yes, I always love when the Soul Angel pops She's around. She's supposedly dropping something soon, so I'm curious what that's going to be. Because you it's know, a, it's, it's gonna some be... going. It's a rumor going around or something. It's some dropping soon, so I'm curious what it. that's going to be. I want be. it. I need it. If it's going to be a new sound, I have to have it. I'm like, so excited. I'm, like I, I never know what she's going to do as far as the sound. So I'm in love already. <laughs> like, and Beyonce too. Yeah, yes, I, I kind of have a feeling. I mean, I don't know. I feel like she might be dropping this. Oh, hello, Rihanna. Oh, that's Still come on been, now. Yep, yeah, been waiting on all them hoes. Ooh, I'm so excited. All the heavy hitters. So that's all, com- yes. Did you see it's somebody, comforting. Yeah, this is going to be a good year for music. I mean, all the years have been. It's been a lot coming out. But I saw somebody, uh, they retweeted an old tweet of Rihanna's from like 2013 where she was like, new album and the cover comes out Seven tomorrow. Yeah. And they retweeted it so you thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was from like 2012 people or something. were like, you Ooh. bitch. Gassed me because I definitely clicked it. But upset. I was like, ah. Oh. Shout out to Lewis York. Yes, music and tour. weed. Yes. They got a single called Music and Weed that I mean Music I and weed. weed. I thought of y'all when I heard it. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, they're actually doing a tour. Well, you guys keep talking and I'm gonna pull it up because I definitely wanted to shout it out. I was gonna say I w- am so excited that I'm gonna hear more from Smino. Smino is going on the road. Uh he's doing Smino. his hoopty tour. So I'm so excited. Kaya driving. <laughs> she ain't got shit to do so look, speak Kaya. Of, Speaking of Kaya Since her song got sampled again oh, right. uh, Lights can Keisha Fucking <laughs> 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 it up on look, that beat You might roll dubs She said And they still gonna use your song <laughs> Why are y'all laughing at Kaya <laughs> <laughs> Kaya Shimon. <laughs> this one's for Portia Fox. No, <laughs> and T.S. Madison, ho. <laughs> Her name is Kaya Shimon. <laughs> she be saying like Michael Kaya. Jackson? Yeah, yeah. And so, give me that Michael Jackson. Remember, <laughs> she, she said, she said, K. Michelle. She said, K. So, okay, let me pull oh it. Let me God. reel it in. Oh my God, I can't believe really I got quickly, back here. K. Michelle had did like an Instagram <laughs> live and she was obviously on some kind of drowsy medicine. And so, Kai said, K. Michelle. Because, <laughs> you know, K. Michelle had all them surgeries on her ass. Mm-hmm. And so, Kai said, K. Michelle been on that dope, them, them, uh, <laughs> them pain meds, that shit, Michael Jackson. Give me that, Michael Jackson. <laughs> give me that, no. Pope. That, that's what it is. That's what give me that Michael Jackson mean. <laughs> you know she re- she covered Dirty Diana Come by on. Michael Jackson. On God. I, now, I know I say some crazy <laughs> That's shit. I don't know But this believe. really, you never heard Kaya's Dirty Diana? I've never Di- heard it. I'm just not that familiar with her catalog. Well, <laughs> I yes, pulled please. up the Lewis York tour. <laughs> so they're hitting the road. It's called the Love Takeover Tour. They are hitting Atlanta at the Cine, Cine, you hear me? At the City Winery on January 16th. On the 17th, they'll Today, be in Charleston, tonight. South Carolina. Um, 118th, they'll be in Raleigh, Raleigh, North Carolina. 119, <laughs> Richmond on the 20th. 
DC and then on the 21st NYC if you want to City check Winery those, baby you know we're all going to be there we're going to be in the building if you want to check those dates again for yourself you can go on their Twitter which is at Lewis York Music L O U I S Y O R K M U S I C at Lewis York Music on Twitter and it's their pin tweet it'll tell you all the dates from the 16th through the 21st support them ticks ticks <laughs> kaya again she got fleas and ticks <laughs> oh ticks in their bio you can go to weirdoworkshop.com for more information yeah i'm actually excited i wish i could go to all the cities but all i'll right. definitely be in the new york one for sure i lucky sure. was this close to getting on the plane just to go to atlanta just to go oh because you know atlanta's gonna be live oh no But he ain't fucking with me. He thinks I'm crazy for sure. Cause I be bucking, you see. I tried to slow my game down, but see, that nut was too much. Why are we listening to this? Wait, but Loki, she sounds good. <laughs> All right, go on ahead. <laughs> Get you some motor mouth music now. Get you some. <laughs> Kaya Shamal. <laughs> Kaya, is that really what she called? Kaya Shamal. Yes, that yeah. was one of her things. Wow. Daddy Kaya. Anyway, musically, <laughs> because I'd want to hear less of Kaya this year. Kaya Unless it's somebody else sampling her damn song. Um, I want to hear more Light Skin Keisha. I like what she was doing towards the end of the year. She put out a project. Uh, and then Coco, Coco Vango also put out a project. And I believe that they're both under Jazzy Faye. Coco yes, Brown I'm... put out a project, too. <laughs> under Jazzy Faye. <laughs> Jazzy yes. Faye. Yes, Jazzy Faye has been out here really, like, teaching these artists, like, some things and how to hustle. And they out here doing it. So, shout out to Jazzy Faye. Ladies uh, and gentlemen. Also taking it back, <laughs> Jazzy Faye was working with Soraya. <laughs> Ladies. Oh, from gentlemen. Empire. Yeah. She's dope. She is very dope. And yeah. I bring her up because I was recently watching the Chris Brown. He put out a new video like a week ago. A week ago. And Soraya's the leading girl in the video. Hey. Dancer her ass With the off. Shawnee sample. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And, and Oh, wait. Is that her like in red? And, like, yes. And they're That's on a her. bench? That's yes. Her. Wow. That's her. That's great. I saw the clip on Twitter. But I believe that's her. Wow. She says she's sick of Tiana Taylor doing everything. She's well, like, I so she can dance, dance, dance. Well, get too. you a piece. I want to see it because uh, she put out three or four songs, maybe, and maybe one or two of them. I was like, this could hit. This could really hit. So I'm excited about Rico Nasty too. Uh, Guap, la 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 has been that out. La, the la, have you seen the la, challenge? La, la, la. Uh, no, there's a challenge yes, to it. Yes, there's a challenge. La, 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 it is la, so la, cute, too. It's baby, a really the, cool the dance. Finger wave to baby hair challenge. <laughs> Kenny! Taco Bella. She, <laughs> <laughs> she excites Hi, me. Hi, Rico. Nice to meet me. Yeah, she's the shit. She I like Rico me. Nasty. Uh, damn, there was one more person I was going to shout out, but I just forgot that fast. You said Coco Vango. Uh, Coco Vango, I shouted him out because he's a, also a Jazzy Faye person. Um, it was somebody else Jazzy Faye was really working on. Jazzy Faye's been just doing a lot this uh, lately, so I've been noticing. That's a, I noticed, Mr. Faye. I noticed. Um, that's it for now. Uh, Music Man, we can end. Let's move on to TV Land. TV Land. Come on, Dustin Ross. From Jazzy Faye to Jazzy Phaedra. <laughs> let's wow. go to TV. Oh, <laughs> let's go to gosh. TV Land. Oh, he got his notes. That's right. Let's get this process started, shall we? Okay. <laughs> Love and Hip Hop New York. We Previously already talked about Jules' teeth. We ain't, exactly. <laughs> we ain't going there about them teeth no more. What, so I can scratch that off of my list because it was on here. No. Um, you know, Jules and Kimbella <laughs> got married. I did not know. Oh. Yes, they had a wedding on Thursday. Is that last why they week. played that, that newlywed game thing? Was out? Have you seen that? 
it's like some promos. Them versus sending. Uh, they got married. No, nah, they got married for like a wedding. Oh, I wow. know she really wanted that. So congratulations. Yeah. congratulations. Just in time. Um, and oh. they did. Um, yeah. But Kimbella, she don't care about nothing. No way. As long as Kimbella got on a shirt. She don't, you know, like a tight, you know, like a, they was outside a court oh and she had on a goddamn, I said, I know you must have been in the car because <laughs> she literally looked like she was going to work out when they was going, she had on some Yeezy shit, some <laughs> Yeezy season shit at the courthouse. So shout out to Kim Bella. Um, what else is on these notes? Yandy's Adoption. Have you seen mm-hmm. that? So Yandy, there's this one of her, the girls that she mentors, you know, she's very active um, in philanthropy. Mm. And she has a, a foundation for little girls that she's really, really hands-on with. And one of the girls in her program, she ended up bonding with. The girls share with her that she was experiencing some, like, horrors at the hands of, like, being in the foster care system. And she was going to run away. And so Yandy told her she could come over to her house. And now on the show, it's unfolding the process of Yandy actually, you know, becoming a foster mother to this little girl she's nervous right now because she she's finding out the legalities around her even having the girl in her home at this point it's almost like she's harboring you know a minor so it's a lot going on i found that to be so interesting and what right. a distraction because i'm ready for mandisi's to come home from jail y'all know i like mandisi yeah so i'm ready for mandisi's to come home from Why jail i can't call him machu picchu <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> it was a lot of names. You know, two people I want to give credit to that we now say their name right, and that's Mendeecees and Carucci, because we had a lot of fun with those two people's names. And they hey, have you both. Say her name? They have hey, earned. Carucci. Right. She looks so good. She's popping. And she's a great Slaying. actor. She's a good actor, Slaying. too. Slaying, killing it on Claws. Man. Shout out to Shout Carucci. Shout out to Carucci. We know your name now, girl. We do, and it's not because of Christina Milian outside of... Um, Sydney fucking star. <laughs> oh my god, she's got to go. Put her in the trash. What's she do? Trash. You know who Sydney star is? Yeah. Okay, so she's on Love and Hip Hop New York, right? Um, and she's on there. The, her storyline is that she's been aggressively DMing rich dollars. I shouldn't say aggressively. She's been consistently, persistently DMing um, rich dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. He finally answers. She told him that she wants a chance. She wants him to like manage her, help her be a, a recording artist. She wants to rap. Okay. So <clears throat> they put her. He has her recite something. It's awful. I mean, awful, awful. Then they're like, okay, that sucked, but listen, everybody has to start somewhere, take this beat, work on it. She tells us how confident she is, comes back with something else, the pits. So I'm like, damn, because I wanted I wanted her to do well. You yeah. know what I mean? What well, was awful about it? Like, everything. everything. Damn. Her doing I'm it. really going to kill it, y'all. <laughs> like, I'm really about to do it. And then she starts rapping. Yeah, I'm Sydney Star. Uh, when I walk in the room, I'm just that bitch. And people... Ma- and it's like, are you rapping now? Like, it's kind of <laughs> weird. I don't know. Then she sounded like Jackie Christie. Remember when Jackie oh, Christie yes. was rapping there on Basketball go. Wives? And no. she was like, black Gucci shades, six-inch heels. <laughs> like, that's how that's how Sydney Star was rapping. And it's just so ridiculous. And then they set her up there with Nia Lee. And they wanted Nia Lee to help her, which the fact that Nia Lee could actually help her <laughs> right. is saying, like, <laughs> everything that needs to be said. So Nia Lee's Star, not a good rapper? What has she done? She's got a great song She's that not features a bad Cash rapper, Doll. But what has she She's done? got a great new song yes. called Benhead that features Cash Doll. Love the song with Cash Doll. Yeah. But what has she really done, though? So, I mean, maybe she hasn't had an opportunity. No, she's put out music. She's put out a lot of music. I've looked at some of her records. Like I've looked at 
Not so, looked at. I haven't listened, but I seen looked that she's at, been, right. she's putting out music. But it, the Cash Doll song I had to listen to because it was Cash Doll, and she did good on that one. But can't tell you about the rest. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Hidden fact. So you guys know that I love the Dreams and Nightmares intro by Meek Mill, right? Y'all know that's a Dustin song. Mm, yeah. The first time I was introduced to that song, when it first came out, like before it really blew up, she was dancing to it. Nia Lee was. Ah. And like, like beautiful, like she's a like a extremely talented dancer. And it was gorgeous. So that's how I learned about that song. Fun fact, random fact. Anyway, Remy and Papoose. Now, for some reason, everybody on the Black show love. goes to Remy and Papoose for advice. They don't do nothing on this show, they and I'm over it. They, they need to go on Married to Medicine because the focus of them being married, and I don't know, I know it ain't no medicine. They but, fake marriage boot camp. You know. They're like judges on that. They, they need to, like, go somewhere. Why from, Crystal have me watching? <laughs> Marriage boot camp. It was good. The love and hip hop one. It was, it was good though, wasn't it? And did she get you watching <laughs> Love After Lockup? Because remember, was good, I told though, you. Well, I love Love After Lockup. That's have, my. That's show. on my list. That's the one. Are you caught up on it? That show, and then Jay got me hooked on Sixty Days In. I think it's called. Okay, wait. Are you caught up on Love After Lockup? Mm, I am. If it's if it's at episode six, I mean, I don't know if you know the numbers. Episode six, then yeah. What you're on season two, right? On Love After Lockup, mm-hmm. yeah, where they yeah. okay, so you you caught up, you caught up. Where he's like, where he just got out, the black dude. Oh, it, with the one with the baby mama and, and the, the and the virgin. Yeah. Oh, so it's about to it's about to hey yeah. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest in the building. Got Broadway black into the building, y'all. Black excellence himself has walked in the room. But yeah, they um he loving like love after lockup is it's on good. the list. It, love after lockup is good. I'm sorry. Next week. Are you gonna, gonna be talk about it ever? Yeah, it's on the it's on the list tonight. It is? Yeah, we're gonna Yay. talk about it. We're gonna talk on tonight. Oh my God. But speaking of Martin, remember I told y'all I remind me to take some. I was Martin. gonna remind you before you just reminded me about Tammy Rivera because you know. that's who it's about. Oh my so god. So her and Waka Flocka, Waka 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 Waka. <laughs> they've been they've been married for five years now, right? And she recently posted an Instagram video showing off her new wedding ring. Um, that is so beautiful, and she was saying how she's going to at five. They always said that at five years, they would have a real wedding with like guests or whatever, and you know have a whole ceremony and the bride, the bridal shower, all that. Because I guess she didn't have any of that, and so she then said that she said, "So I'm proud to announce that on January 19th or whatever day it was, we're gonna have a destination wedding on the beach with our moms by our side and wherever they going because." I'll never forget when Martin and Gina got married on the beach. And I always said that was my dream win. Stop it. On God. It's in her Instagram. But you know what? After I stopped laughing, after I stopped laughing, I was like, you know what? God damn it. For the culture. I'm with it. Like, that's what it's all about. Yes. And I'm not mad at you. So, congrats. In the words of Vesta Williams, Congratulations. <laughs> okay. I'm very happy for Walker and Terry. <laughs> Are you gonna talk about marriage boot camp? Yes. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about that shit. <laughs> not that shit. Um, what else? So yeah, Remy and Pap don't even need to be on the show. And since Santana is very immature, her she get on my nerves. And she would get on my nerves Why? if I was married to her. She's she's immature as fuck. She's, <laughs> Isn't she really young? Yeah. Don't marry no, don't marry no old man. I don't know why um, Siri just got a part of the conversation, but yeah, 
don't marry no old nigga. You got to slow it down when you marry somebody old if you're young. You sacrifice that. You're going to pay on the front end or you're going to pay on the back end, but damn it, you're going to pay. So if you marry a nigga that's 40-something years old and making good decisions now, you know what I'm saying, working and shit, that's his focus. How you going to get mad because he work all the time? Ain't that what you want? <laughs> Is that what you say you wanted? <laughs> so, you know, that's... That's just what I think. She's very mature. Moving on. Shout out to James Caldwell. Oh, <laughs> Love and Hip Hop Miami. Bobby and Prince's friendship. Bobby Lights, Trina's first cousin. First? Trina's cousin, yeah. Bobby Lights, who is a rapper on the show. He's gay. He's openly gay. And he's friends with this guy named Prince who acts gay. People accuse him of being gay. But he said he's not gay. And so he said that he's been getting a lot of flack for online from people because he's so... Him and Bobby, however, are friends. Now, I have, like, tons of straight friends. Very straight friends. Fresh perm straight friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> straight friends. This is not weird to me. And I feel like they're playing it up for the show because it's not weird to them. Either or else they wouldn't be friends. And you don't just start allowing the pressure to, like, affect you. Like, if you're the type of person who will be affected by people assuming you're gay because you have a gay friend, that happens, like, on the front end. I told you, front end versus back end. Right. No pun intended considering the subject matter. Oh, no. But, but like, that is I, – I, so I think they're kind of hamming it up for the cameras. Trick Daddy is mean as hell. <laughs> What, what the hell doing? is wrong with Trick Daddy? <laughs> what Turning His Trina's childhood. music off. Like, they did a 20th anniversary concert for Take It to the House. She had a set list. He cut the mics off. No, she thinks she going to do, do her own music. No, she ain't doing her but Cut it off. That's what Trick Daddy said. Um, he's very mean. He's jealous of Trina's success. And she cussed him out, and it was great to see because Trina's a person that only erupts like that when she's moved to. She ain't really with the drama for the show shit. So I was glad we got some. I just hated that, you know. And all of that's real? Yeah, that was real. Hell yeah. She was The way she was yelling and screaming at Trick Daddy and expressing her frustration over him being so passive and not taking action on this project. They were supposed to do a collaborative album, and she kept sending them beats and sending them, you know, suggestions for different things for to get the music going and start actually, actually building the body of work. He won't answer the phone. He won't show up to any studio sessions, nothing. And when they ask him why on the show, he says that because Trina's on her diva thing. And No, nah, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it on my time. He has literally no reason. So there's obviously some intimidation there for some reason. But we're sick of it. Jesse Wu is on the show. Um, if you guys are familiar with Jessie Wu, yeah, very My pretty girl. Comedian, right? Yes, <laughs> um, she also sings. She can sing her ass. Her oh, where? Mm-hmm. And then she put like it back on because she real. looked so cute in this little romper she had on. I was like, girl, you sang your ass off and put it right back on. You put that romper on. <laughs> but anyway, her first uh, scene was her singing in the damn church. Okay. <laughs> her mean <laughs> ass mama, her mama and chick daddy, so damn mean. <laughs> they so old and mean, just that's, mean that's old. Gonna be you, Sleep with your fist balled up, old mean motherfucker. <laughs> Fuckers. Fists and toes just balled up. <laughs> Sleep. Anyway, um, Amara Lenegra's mama grabbed a candle and set it off. So, like, uh, she, they, next thing you know, you seen a scene of her. It looked like she had boxing mittens. You know how boxers tape their hands up? That's what it looked like she had reached in, like, like a candle was on fire. A candle was on fire, not lit. <laughs> and she reached in there to get it or something. And next thing you know, you... it looked like she had on an oven mitt. Did you see that or something? Yes. I thought she was taping up. Like she was going no. like to take up boxing. Amara got the passive income now. I thought that, you know, whatever. 
But anyway, yeah, that happened. Okay, married I like to medicine. Jessie Wu. You like Jesse Wu? I so far, I was really liking what was happening. She got into an argument with that girl <laughs> JoJo, who JoJo had a quote on this episode. Yeah, she did. When she was like, "Who?" She was saying how she had been dating Pleasure P from Pity. Pleasure P from Pretty Ricky, who is now Ugly Richard. Have y'all seen them? What? Pretty Ricky is Ugly Richard now. Them motherfuckers all look like I've they... seen um, Spectacular because isn't he like he involved don't... in a bunch of ventures? Yeah, he's, he's actually doing he's well. really well. Yeah. 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 Him you know, and Pleasure P is actually successful too. Yeah, Slickum is. Mm-mm. But Pleasure P and is. Baby Blue Woe. Baby Blue make him Baby say Woe. Baby Blue Woe. Baby Blue Woe. Weird. Well, yeah, they just—they both—they both look like yeah, they, they can, can like come. grill. You know what I'm saying? Like they, <laughs> like they mean on the the grill. Yeah. That's what they look like. That's if the they, stage they, why is that a look? If they yeah. started a truck, I would definitely eat at their truck. Mm-hmm. They look like they grill. Yeah. Right now, um, yeah. So that was good. Okay, married to medicine. Ooh. So the reunion came on. I just few things really quick to wrap up. Number one, Contessa, I'm so proud of you, girl, because you handled your business on this reunion. Toya was trying everything she had to unnecessarily keep this fake conflict going with her, and Contessa was hitting her every hit her with her best shot every single time. <laughs> she never raised her voice. She was unmoved. Like she just literally sat there like a pro. Now. Was her dress ugly? Sure. Yes. Did her hair <laughs> look like it was uh, napping? Sure. And I don't mean napping up. I mean taking a rest. Right. But you know what I'm saying? The homegirl handled her business. Example, Toy is calling her all kind of bitches and saying they're not friends, all this stuff. Contessa plays it cool. They get around to her and say, Contessa, how do you feel about Toya and Eugene building their dream forever home? Contessa responds to Andy by saying, oh, I think it's wonderful they've been such a beautiful home, especially, you know, they've been living like refugees for the past four years. What? When I tell you, Toya like, got Toya. The gate. Toya like. was so goddamn mad. When I tell you it didn't work, <laughs> I'm like, see, this, if you are a person who is A, smart, and B, you're in control of your facilities enough to be, able to, to be able to remain calm during a confrontation. That combination is lethal in that setting. Yes. And it was it is what the dreams are made of on reality yes. TV reunions. Absolutely. And so Contessa came to play. I was so impressed. Gold star to you. Okay? <laughs> Quad. Here's my problem with Quad because y'all know I love Quad and I'm on her side in everything she's in on this show, right? I'm completely on her side in all of the conflicts she's in. But Quad, you're going to have to start, A, speaking clearly, okay? And B, addressing the issues that need to be addressed. Quad will allow these women on this show to disrespect her on levels that are so wild and then defend them or, or bounce back to or revert to, you know, well, we're friends at the end of the day and we love each other. Instead of, instead of telling them, here's an example. Toya says to her, we don't think you should go on any more of the vacations with us since you're getting divorced. Mind you, this has been a group of friends for the last six years. They all have personal relationships. It wasn't just like married couples that are um, in camaraderie with each other, but operating in a group of married couples. These was a group of friends that all happened to be married. Mm. How That would be like me. We are married and then you get divorced, friend, and I'm like, yeah, and I, I can't you don't need no to more. come because I don't want you talking to my dude, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to be friends with my dude. That's what Toya was telling Quad. Yikes. Now, me personally, I would have dug in Toya's ass. I would have started talking about her gum-to-teeth ratio. I would have, like, <laughs> really started going in, you know what I'm saying? Them, that, them finger waves in the front, everything she had, I would have went there. 
Quad says, I, just because I was just married, if I'm the same person, and that doesn't mean that I can't learn from you all if we hang out around each other. Why the fuck are y'all talking about learning from each other and this bitch just cuts you out on national television? Get her! But then you have all this vigor and vim when it's time to say something to somebody like Contessa who's been on your side the whole season, but you want to tell her she was wrong for saying that Toya bumped her um, chest. Contessa had just had surgery on her chest, and Toya accidentally bumped her when they were on vacation in Antigua. However, And so Contessa was like, I think that bitch did that on purpose. Everybody thought that was so wrong of Contessa, whatever. But like Quiet actually did say on the reunion, I don't think Toya did that on purpose, but if you look at the history of their relationship, I can see why she arrived at that conclusion. And I'm so glad she did, because for once, finally, she was standing in the gap and saying what needed to be said. I love you, Quiet. They are jealous of you, because you do have it going on, far as y'all concerned. And so, I get it, and I'm on her side. Um, Heavenly, again, knocked it out the park super loyal, has been a true friend to Quad, and also shout out to Heavenly's after shows, the recaps that she does on YouTube, because they offer like 20 minutes worth of context on the episode, and it just did nothing but endear me to her even more. She's been fiercely loyal to Quad, and I, you know what kind of person I am, I appreciate that kind of shit. Dr. Jackie's perfect. does your husband have any female friends? <laughs> like she started, she had to think about it. But Shit, so that was funny. Um, who's on the other side of the couch? Simone is crazy. I don't. I think Simone, Simone. is going through the change because her her the emotions. Change, yeah, they just so up and down. Her emotions look like Forrest Whitaker's eyes. <laughs> so um, they just up and down. Um, and Simone is getting on my nerves, yelling and screaming, cussing, contest <laughs> out, and all that stuff. Back. And Simone, what was funny to me was. <laughs> Heavenly said something about her dress being ugly. And someone was like, I don't think your dress is ugly, even though you always have something to say about the stuff I wear. And it was funny because Simone always looks crazy. <laughs> she had on this dress that looked like a lunch bag. Remember the brown paper <laughs> lunch bag? Yeah. She had on a dress like that. I'm going to send you a video clip because I couldn't believe like she had it, it all. <laughs> it was horrible. Okay, so shout out to Simone, but not shout out to her. She makes me sick. Mariah is a, literally a cesspool planner's wart of a woman. And I, and, I, and I I am I, I want her to rot. She's the worst liar on the face of the earth. Her husband is as well, spitting like okay. a rabid dog, screaming and hollering. Hey, what's up, receipts? Yeah. I don't hurt my family. Like, just yelling and shit. Mind you, they never had, quote, unquote, receipts. Um, also, shout out to receipts. Receipts came from Whitney Houston. Booked came from Kelly Price. These are facts. This is where this started, and everything else came from black gay men. So shout out to them. But um, <laughs> what else? Who else was on that couch? Toya, but she don't matter. So Toya and Mariah, so that's married to medicine. I'm over it. Dr. G pulled up in his Mini Cooper, and him and Quad had a sit down where they led, threw all their dirty laundry on the floor. Um, so that was interesting enough. Uh, you know, nothing we really didn't know. Mm. Who's that, her husband? He was her husband, like Trina Braxton. Her husband. Shout out to Trina Braxton. She used to see me like my oh, husband. Oh, R.P. Gabe. Oh, my God. Rest in peace to Gabe Solis. Trina Braxton's um, husband, her ex-husband, he passed away. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Gabe man. passed away. Um, who else? 
Ayanla, real quick, I know we're going to wrap it up because this episode is like six hours. <laughs> Look, everybody been waiting. <laughs> right. So I mean, shit. I don't think they'll mind. Ayanla, Fix My Life. Ayanla premiered. Oh she God. had three women from reality TV who wanted to separate themselves from their old image of what was on television because it wasn't an accurate depiction of who they were. The three women were some lady from um, Bridezilla's named Mignon, like the filet. Yeah. Then um, who else was on there? Duchess. Duchess, Ashy Lip Ass from Black Ink Crew. Um, Thea, who else was Althea. on there? And then Althea from Love and Hip Hop, who they said was a reality star. Althea wasn't a reality star. She was on star. the show. Yeah. Like that. She was Benzino's <laughs> girl on the show. Right. That's literally it. I but Althea. One of young Jock's exes over Althea. She likes to make it about her. You know what I'm saying? And Iyanla clocked that shit at the door literally when Althea came in and said, Hi, Iyanla. And Iyanla was like, No, no, no. Iyanla. Iyanla. Wait, what did she call her? She she fucked it up like three different ways. Like she kept she, she was like she's like now say with me e like e yan ya la la na and like I was like no girl what? And about fifteen minutes later she looked like Jazzy Jeff on the Fresh Prince getting thrown out the <laughs> ah! getting thrown out that front door. Yana threw her ass up out the house because they busted her on Instagram. Um, all. Like showing the cameras and showing. Wait, during doing what? Well, because I could post whatever I want because I'm grown and I post whatever Wait, I want. Yana said, no, you can't. You were instructed not to post anything. Well, no one ever said me that. Yana said, Mookie. I, it right. probably wasn't Mookie, but right. it's Yana, so that make, it could have been. Mookie. Yes. Did you tell Althea not to post nothing? Yes, yes, I did. She was told not <laughs> like, to post yes, anything I related did. to the show. And I think, I mean, my, um, Iyana looked at her ass or whatever. She was gone after that. Oh, God. She's going to send a text telling my production will use whatever they want with this footage. And then the girl, Mignon, that was on Bridezilla, she got into a fist fight with her sister on the Bridezilla's. But she was saying how that's not who she was, whatever. But yes, it was. Because guess what else she did? Checked out Thea. And as I'm watching this, Oh Althea God. was you peeped that Althea was being like completely resistant to like the process or whatever, and so at one point, Iyana was going back and forth with Althea, and out of nowhere, I mean, the cameras had to turn because they weren't anticipating her speaking. So at one point, Minya says, "But you gotta really take in what she's saying to you." She said that shit to Althea. Althea kind of looked and then looked back at uh, Yala and everything kept going. But in my head, I'm like, well, what the fuck you expect? This bitch fought her sister on TV. Like, <laughs> she ain't give a fuck about checking you. You know what I'm saying? That's what happened. So I thought that was funny. Um, let's see. What else? Okay. Let's just get through Real Housewives of Atlanta so we can close with love after lockup. Basically, <laughs> Shamari and Eva have ruined this season. You can say what you want. They have completely ruined this season. Fake drama, fake scenes, fake friendships, no money, raggedy everything. I thought um, she was fine with Marlo. Who? Shamari? Because there's nothing else to do. Because there's nothing else to do. But even oh. that, she's getting a thrill out of people responding to the things that, out of people telling her, you got a good one. That's how you get her. Mm. And Shamari's excited by that. When she was making the insults on the Breakfast Club, she would say it and then look at Ronnie and start laughing. And he would affirm her. Mm, okay. So all wow. of it is a mess. And that's why she flamed them. Um, that's why Portia flamed them eyebrows 
on the show. So like, you need to be concerned with the husband's eyebrows because no, <laughs> he don't have what? Yeah, he don't yeah have. and now you saw is his bald face ass. <laughs> um, what else? Nene's been doing anything on the camera. They had that episode where they was in Destin at the house doing the um, talent show and her and Portia were competing as the host. Nene was literally making faces and sounds and shit. Welcome to the, the show! Back. Doing all that shit. Wait, what? Yeah, what I, I'll have to show so exactly what you just saw. That's what Nene's been doing. Like out of nowhere? Yeah, doing all that kind of shit. Like just these antics. You know, today we're going to have a really good time now. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about... <laughs> like Cardi B? But like, but Nene doing it. Nene, oh, so imagine Nene how wide, you know how big Nene's mouth is. You know me. Imagine Nene. all of that. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of the antics. All of that is getting on my nerves. I hate Shamari. Marlo versus Shamari is hilarious. Marlo been rolling Shamari like dice since they was at that table. And Shamari was like, you knew money. And Marlo told her, honey, I've been that girl back when I was in the hood. So what you want to do, bitch? Like, that's, that's how Marlo be getting there. And I love it. Uh, what else? Cynthia got a man. Candy tells the truth about everything. And I believe everything that Candy <laughs> yes. said about yes. Portia running down on that girl. Portia actually told on herself. Those of you that know the show, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm rushing because I have to. But Portia um, told on herself when she said, Candy, you would have did the same thing if somebody said something to Todd after she's saying she wasn't the aggressor. So she basically told her herself her story has right. switched so many times. And let's me not forget, Portia is a liar. Right. She's literally been busted lying on this show multiple times. Just in case y'all need receipts, shout out to Whitney Houston. <laughs> the last one was on the bus when Portia said, we've been in a strict committed relationship mm-hmm. for the last six months. And Candy was like, but... You was just at Shamia's party two months ago with another dude kissing and hugging. What? And feeling on your butt. So, and Portia was like, well, I mean, we've been, we, we made it, we've been official, official the last two months. Okay, that's two totally different things. You're a liar and you cater stories to your advantage when you have to retell them, which is why I don't believe anything she said about when she got thrown out of Ty's birthday party. So, Portia be lying. What else is on Portia here? Portia be lying. <laughs> Um, that's it. Love after lockup. Let's close up. Okay. Now. Who's your favorite couple? Well, I mean, I don't know if I say favorite. favorite. Well, I mean, it, but like it can be the storyline I'm reasons. enjoying. Yes. Mm-hmm. The threesome. I do like Well, you that. know he's from my hometown. Is he? He's from Flint, Michigan. You know what? I do know that Where? because when they said it, I was like, let's call Dustin. That's why he keeping it player like that. He keeping it player. Like when I seen it, I was he's like, go boy. He's not keeping it player, I'm though. like, you go boy. That's I thought, I don't understand how he had that woman checking in at the kiosk at the damn airport and then called her and said, I don't want you to come because I got something better planned. And her brother Cleveland yeah. Brown just let her do it. <laughs> Just stood up there and let her do it. Oh, it doesn't matter to me. You sure, well, she's a you, sure you want to do this? <laughs> like you took, Stop you it. brought her to the airport. Why right. <laughs> like, why did you do that? He didn't sound like that. Why are you making this? I don't want to. I want to stop you from your happiness. But uh, I'm like, sick what? of that. What else? Who else? So but, that all of that is funny though. Like him, him kicking his wife out, and then as soon as she leaves, let me call my girl. His mom knowing. No, the mom playing is here. I was <laughs> Yo. triggered. I was triggered. Because y'all know that's my wound from when I was little. <sighs> and Crystal was like, "I know you're triggered, friend." <laughs> I was like, "Hell no, um, hell no." Well, the white trash. The couple. marine dude. Well, because we were talking about Oh, uh, Marciello? Yes. The oh, one that I got vibes from him. the lesbian? Yes. Off tr- off jump. Which, how he ain't know that? 
Yo, but moving he on, knows, he, that's why he she so walked ins- out the prison on the L word tip. Like, that's why he's so damn insecure. She needs the loving only a man can provide. What nigga said some shit and, like and that? So, and furthermore, no, when he took away her plate, y'all. <laughs> when he had her sticking her middle finger up at the jail, I'm telling, I be catching shit up front. I told you, front end, back end. I be catching it up front. When they left jail, when he picked her up, and he was like, "Come on." He was like, stick your finger up. Remember, he made her yeah, like put yeah. her. F- That's when I was like, this motherfucker is crazy. That like, felt like a red flag. She ain't even in the mood for all that. She right, wasn't even right. like acting like fuck jail like that. She left the love of her. You know what I'm saying? She was like, she had to separate from that. And him just making her feel, encouraging her to do all that. I feel like he's crazy. The red flag for me with them was when she asked him if she could have a little bit of time to herself when they were in the desert. Mm-hmm. And she like sat down and literally and he, he gave her two minutes right and then there. brought his ass. I'm like, can, she just got out of jail. This woman has not been by herself in years. She asked you, communicated it, and he still stood there and was hovering over her and not giving her that space. That kind of was the first red flag. And just even his whole, like, persona, like the whole Marine thing. Remember how he did her friend that came to dinner so that was running rude. late? Yeah. yeah. She held, she handled herself well in that conversation, I thought. Yeah, we were cracking up when he walked away from the table and she turned and she was like, he's intense. He's intense, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else, y'all? My favorite Lizzie. couple. Yeah, Lizzie. That's my favorite. Lizzie and Scott. I like Jade it. loves her. I love her because you know what? I'm like Jade. How I'm could you love her? By she her. thinks that she's amazing for being a scammer. And then oh, her daughter. Oh, yeah. I, I, in that case, I get it too. Ninety thousand dollars, yeah. man. And the fact that he's still doing this shit, like he spends all this money, even after he she said that she almost died, and he still feels like he's entitled to her from some sort of way. I'm like, you almost killed her, like by enabling her. You, you enabled think that you, it, yeah. And you think you deserve to be with her when the daughter's saying your ass needs to go? Like her actual blood daughter that needs her mom? That nigga's crazy. She crazy, too. I am, Yeah, and, absolutely. And, I'm sorry, but she had me dead when she was like, I'm a woman of God. Yeah, so you need I to can't. get a house. You need to get an extra bitch, room. Like, that was amazing. What, and you really did. Your ass is locked up and you, you telling me I jail. need to buy a new house with an extra room for you to sleep in by your damn self? Like, uh-uh. And I didn't like when she jumped on him. And the before, tooth flew out. Well, no. Before that, hugging her daughter. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that fucked that me up, too. That bothered me a lot. Well, so she had to secure the bag. I wasn't mad. I mean, I, right, and she I was like, I mean, you know, girl, I'll explain it to you later girl Let me that was one of them moments you're like girl I'll tell you later girl <laughs> Let it you know do what I'm saying do. yeah and but what was what made me laugh was she was like basically like I can't fuck with you till we clean all this shit up he right and like she literally died cut that hair like, think, okay so do you think he looked better no <laughs> absolutely to me he not. looked exactly the same just with a haircut just creepier just <laughs> we were having a debate at Crystal's house I thought he looked better well, yeah, he any she but anything would have been right. better. Anything would have been better at that <laughs> right. point. He literally had not done nothing to himself. For, right, he was in jail too. Apparently, like he ain't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They both was locked up. You know what I'm saying? Away from the Clippers, apparently. Also, the other couple with the man that uh, was living at home with his mom, or went to pick up the girl and got her hair dyed and all that. Oh my God! Clint, now let me let me speak on Clint and Tracy. <laughs> let me speak on Clint and Tracy. And him having to ask his ex-wife <laughs> for time off. XD had Yo, me in dad. tears. XD was like, "But what I want to know." He sounded all serious. He was like. Did the ex-wife give him time off from Denny's? Okay. <laughs> okay. So he could get married. 
She was like, I'm sorry, what? She was taken aback. <laughs> My thing is, like, I feel sorry for Clint on GP. Like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, I feel sorry for him. But something also feels off about him. Yeah, yeah. well, him. So, like, yeah. And then, but I felt sorry for him. Like, people have made fun of him. Yeah. But I just couldn't allow myself. I don't know who he voted for. And oh unfortunately, like, he, well, the signs, really you can't ignore the signs. And I'm like, I don't know Definitely who y'all, before I feel, start feeling sorry for you, I don't know who you voted for, so you ain't going to get the human side of me Damn. Yet. But that lady that he married from jail, <laughs> he put her in that awful dress. Uh-huh. They wasted all that money at the hair salon for that oh horrible, God. they ain't used no toner. They was rolling <laughs> him like dice at the hair salon. Do you think she, stand, she stood him up at the wedding? I think they the get married, hanger. and I think she, like, runs and leaves. I think so. Like, you do think she shows. I up. think she goes through with the wedding, but I think she leaves like in the middle of the night or something. <sighs> I just know next week's episode is going to be amazing. I can't wait, and I know it sucks to say that, but when the Virgin, when they showed us that I'm the woman now, whatever she said, oh I was like, God. "Damn, bitch, you really did that shit." I was like, "I can't believe I'm." But watching the weird this part TV. is, he was saying she's his queen. Yep. Yeah, that's not my queen. My, my, she, I got my she's somebody's queen <laughs> right. she ain't my queen right. I was like what she a queen but she, she ain't, ain't my, my queen. queen I love it it's amazing mm-hmm. Love After Lockup's great TV if it really watching, is. I'm sucked in. It's good as hell. And I never thought Lizzie was going to last from last season. I never thought Lizzie I never was going to get out. And you know what? I thought I was going to miss Scott's uh, friend more than I was going to enjoy Lizzie getting out. But I really enjoy Lizzie being out. Can y'all please start watching 60 Days In with me? Yeah, I it's will. too many shows. 90 Day <laughs> Fiance. The first 90 Days Out. No, I'm like, but what have is y'all this heard... about a pregnancy? No, but have y'all heard the premise of the show? No. It's people who are volunteering... To go to jail, to be in what? prison for the experience, and yes, oh, they no. are. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! And Say the, that one and more the correction, the correctional officers, the COs, don't know that this is an experiment, so that they're getting like real treatment. The only person that knows that they're in it for the experience is the warden. Why no. would anyone do this? <laughs> That's the point. We were literally watch. watching it in disbelief. Has anybody got beat up yet? It's, I'm only on the first season, but Jade is already, like, on the third. No shanks. Ain't nobody get cut. Listen. No ass whoopings. You know it is. And there was this, like, little meek girl, and they were like, why would you put yourself in this position? And she was like, I just want to know what it's like. like. That's people's fucking problem. That means she deserved whatever she gets. Anybody that... This other dude was like, prison is not... There's no way prison is as scary as people make it out to be. He was like, they get oh, food, no. they're playing games, they get to you know, put prop their feet up and watch movies. He was like, I'm going to go in there to, like, basically prove that y'all are making a big deal out of this. So uh, does he still have all his teeth? <laughs> but I started watching it. Y'all got to watch it with me. Okay. Watch Killing Eve on Hulu. I love it. It's amazing. Sandra O's amazing. Killing Eve is good. That's it. Can we move on? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got to. You got to. Yeah, with the bathroom. Uh. Your boy has been hydrating, okay? <laughs> drinking all the water, drinking all the teas. Is that is anything That's else? It. That's well, we it. have something else, right? Black business of the week. Oh, yes. I thought you meant was that it for the TV segment. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, is that it for Dustin Ross? <laughs> That's it for yeah, the TV segment. So... <laughs> I decided that since we were coming back at the top of the year, this is a brand new episode, new things, new beginnings. I decided that I was going to start a new segment on the show called This is a Story. 
<laughs> and it's very self-explanatory. This is a story. Um, to be uh, transparent, it's an ode to a segment that they used to have on the Tom Joyner Morning Show called It's Your World. It was a radio soap that came on every Friday morning um, where it was. It ended with a cliffhanger. It was just something really dope to look forward to through the week. Um, and when I would be getting dropped off at school back in the day, my parents would listen to the Tom Joyner Morning Show. And so I remember the It's Your World radio soap. It was a throwback to the radio soaps from back in the 50s um, where people would gather around the radio, and that was the entertainment. So... We're going to tell a story on the show. You know, <laughs> this story was written by me. Um, it's going to continue, as you can see. Um, and I think this is something that we're really going to have some fun with. So let's get started with episode one <laughs> of This is a Story. And it go a little something like this. Okay. <clears throat> Shit, he exclaimed through clenched teeth. He just put his blazer on and slid his right arm through his backpack strap when his phone vibrated on the shelf of his locker, an email alert from his boss's boss, Katie. He hated her just like everybody else did, but he was better than everybody else at hiding it, so the bitch actually thought they were cool, which meant she always communicated directly to him, and she did not care about emailing him at 7.36 p.m. about carrot cake for her sister's baby shower. He didn't care about her, her sister, or that baby taking a shower. So he ignored the message for the time and continued slipping his backpack on and making his way to the elevator. <laughs> After small talk with the front desk attendant about the other front desk attendant's breath, he was out of the door and headed to the parking garage. His favorite part of the day was leaving. No matter what was on the agenda for the evening, work was over, and thus his suffrage was too. He popped the trunk on his car and then shut it because he did not like what he saw. He hopped in his car, tossed his backpack behind the seat, buckled his seatbelt, put the strap behind his back instead of on his chest, and took off out the garage. As he drove away from work, he felt so good that he decided to make a quick stop at the gas station for a fill-up. His tank was on a quarter full, and there was no way in hell he was stopping anywhere in the morning. So he pulled into the first gas station he saw with prices that didn't make him feel like he was buying jewelry. He absentmindedly parks next to a pump on the wrong side of his car. I mean, he got out and walked around the car and everything. When he realized that, one, he was on the wrong side of the car, and two, looking stupid while doing so, he also realized by the sound of a judgmental cackle that someone else saw him too. He looked up, and standing next to her white convertible sports car was Katie. Looks like you were so distracted by finding that cake I asked you for that you're going to pump your gas what? In the window? Another chuckle followed, but this time with a different tone. As he started to switch back into the workplace version of himself and offer an explanation of why he hadn't responded to her email, Katie raised her hand to stop him from talking before he even got started. I'm kidding, she said. She smiled and looked him dead in the eye. The cake can wait until tomorrow. Relax. You should probably switch pumps now, you think? As she began to top her tank off, he lowered his head and said, You're absolutely right. It's been a really long day, Katie. He walked around his car, hopped inside to move to a different pump, and after he did so, Katie pulled her car right around to the driver's side of his. His windows were down, so he looked to his left and said, I promise you'll have cake info tomorrow, Katie. You didn't have to literally pull up on me with a laugh and smile. Katie then says, well, who else was going to stop you from gassing up the back seat? 
Thank you for that, he says. My passengers would have been on fire. They laugh an awkward chuckle. No, in all seriousness, she says, I've decided to leave our firm, and today is officially my last day. She paused. That's why I had to know about that cake at 7.30 in the evening. What, he says. Well, congratulations, Katie. I had no idea. Nobody said anything. First of all, they hate me, she said. And to be honest, I hate everyone we work with, too. A mutual disgust is shared and understood, so I didn't tell them a damn thing. They'll get an email tomorrow, yada, yada, yada. I just especially wanted to thank you, though. You've always treated me like a person, not a boss, and I've always respected your your work ethic. Thank you for making things a little less sufferable for me. You really have no idea how much of a light you are during my time here. Wow, he said, blown away. Thank you so much, Katie. I'm, I'm not even sure what to say to that. Well, technically you can say whatever you feel. I left my title at the office and I don't exactly plan on going back to get it, she said with a smile. He smiled back this time. She continued, in the celebratory spirit of newfound transparency, I have to admit that you made me kind of curious. He maintained his stare. So did Katie. Katie was a tall, beautiful woman always impeccably dressed, with midnight-colored skin and a short, meticulously trimmed haircut that complemented her undeniably striking facial features. Katie was fine. Katie also wasn't his boss anymore. He bit his lip, looked down, and looked back into Katie's eyes. She immediately (laughs) began to speak to him, and this time the words landed just a little bit differently. I think you should know that I've decided that I want to know more about you, much more. I'll be in touch soon. He simply nodded, a slow nod, which was essentially all he had time to do because just as quickly as he began to nod, Katie pulled off in that white convertible luxury whip that he never had noticed was so sexy. Oh, God. What the hell just happened? And I still got to pump the damn gas, he thought. The entire way home, his thoughts were on Katie. Katie. He couldn't believe what had just taken place, and he didn't quite understand it, but he was so intrigued. Katie. He pulled into his neighborhood, approached his house, and hit the garage opener. He turned his car away from the house and bagged it into the garage. He was still happy to be away from work, but now mentally he was right back in that office as his mind now raced with new thoughts, ones that he wasn't sure even how to have. As he turned the key and entered his home, He was quickly barred back to reality when he heard the unmistakable joy in the voice of a sweet three-year-old child say, Daddy's home! Mm -mm. (laughs) And we'll see you guys in episode two. It'll be interesting to find out what happened. That was so good, Justin So we'll see y'all in episode two. This is a story, y'all. We're going to have some fun with this. It's going to get juicy. Stay tuned for the next episode. Yes, Hold on. Yes, for Dustin Ross, the screenwriter. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. Thank you. We're going to have some fun with this, y'all. So Yeah, yeah. proud of you. So we'll see. Have fun with that. Talk about it. Let's figure out any questions you have. Ask them. Let's get the conversation started and just have a good time with this. So I'm episode so two soon coming. Yay. Yay! Now let's close out with the black business that you said you had for us, right? Yep, I do have it. Uh, it is. Can I actually hijack your black business of the week? Yes. Just really, really quickly, only because it's a very special occasion. I want to shout out to the homie Pinky down in Atlanta, killing it with the slutty, slutty vegan. vegan. She passed our food truck and she just 
open the restaurant. The lines have been out the door. Killing. And it is so cute. Did you see the design? <laughs> yes, the restaurant looks bomb. The interior Shout is Shout out awesome. to Pinky. She's always had bomb How taste. about I Go heard ahead. about Slutty Vegan, but I didn't know that that was Pinky's spot. This shit is blowing up, y'all. Yeah, killing all it. All the celebrities are talking about it. Like the it's line all literally Instagram. is all down the street. Shout out to her. The That's meme amazing. of Ayanla eating the damn burger was her eating a slutty vegan burger. Yeah. I was so pissed when I seen that. I remember bullying with Pinky in the damn Jamaican spot. Okay, her so what's was... her website? Because this could be the black business. We yeah, have a pleather. Yeah, that should be yeah. absolutely. What's her website? Sluttyveganatl.com. And it's spelled straight through like that. So, SluttyVeganATL.com. Shout out to Pinky. So please go check her out if you're in the Atlanta area. You have to look her up on Instagram or Twitter to find the truck every week, um, or every day, rather. But uh, the restaurant just opened up. Please go check it out. Show her some love. Tell her the friend zone sent you. And um, tell her she a hoe because Asante says so. No, I'm just saying, don't say that to her. Don't disrespect her and her establishment because I will fight you myself. <laughs> and that's it. That's it for us. Do you guys have any church announcements? No. <laughs> Uh, I love when you do that, Asante. <laughs> Not yet. Some no. new things is brewing and stewing. Okay, Smirky Smirks. Yep. Um, what about you, friend? Well, I will be. You guys remember when Haas was on here for the Keep That Same Energy episode? Mm-hmm. We were highlighting her school, the mm-hmm. New Earth Mystery School. So I will be teaching class <laughs> on what Sunday. I'll <laughs> be teaching hey, a class teach. on maintaining your home frequency and what that means when you are a creative and we're having to work with others. How do you maintain the integrity of how you feel? When there are people telling you that you should feel differently. Do so it. it's going to be level levels, layers. Y'all know how we get down. I'm very excited. It's on Sunday the 27th. But of course, that's in a couple of weeks. So I'll remind you guys closer to the date. But if you have not checked out her site and signed up to the school already, you obviously will be able to purchase the class on its own. But I do strongly advise you guys to join her school because it is so good she teaches classes twice a month and honestly they're life altering she's doing y'all heard the episode yeah imagine having access to that kind of energy and conversation two times a month with like-hearted people in the chat room that are sharing their stories and it's just a room full of energy great energy i think it's really cool to have access to a space like that so it's mariam hasnea that's m-a-r-y-a-m (laughs) h-h M-A-R-Y-A-M-H-A-S-N-A-A.com, Check it out. The school, the class is called Home Frequency 2.0. She actually already taught the first one, which is the 1.0, last weekend, so you can catch that. And then I'll be teaching 2.0 on Sunday the 27th. And like I said, okay. I'll remind you closer to the date. Excited. I love it. This is my second time teaching at our school. And it's a blast every time. So. They call you Miss Friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Friend, you are hilarious. <laughs> and that's it. Anything else? Oh, thank you guys for all the support with the Macy's campaign. Obviously, yeah. I, we haven't been online since then. You guys had me <laughs> dead. We literally were on the Macy's Instagram cracking up. Because y'all, I was like, they're going to make me lose this campaign. <laughs> Man. <laughs> y'all go the so hard but I love it I appreciate how hard y'all go for me because y'all know that the love is mutual and with that being said and most importantly understood Come on. thank you for joining us for another week as always we love you we missed you we're excited to be, excited to be back that's right and we'll catch you guys next week 
You will never get another three-hour episode. Stay black and protect your magic. (laughs) Bye. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You'll have to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.